What do other people call you then? Monkey. Some of them call me monkey. Fucking right in the pussy! And we are here. Welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. It is March 24th. I'm your host, Turd Flinging Monkey. Today's game is going to be Warhammer 40,000 Eternal Crusade. It just went free to play last week, so I'm a big Warhammer 40k fan. Not the biggest fan of turn-based strategy games. So I never really got into the miniature war game, but I really love the lore. And since this is a third-person shooter slash team-based shooter, I really likes it. Hello, chat. Hello, TFM. Hello, um, Callie. Sorry, I'm just prepping the uh, the guest that just turned up. Uh, okay. One second. There, there is a question that um, that was asked. Okay. Us, um, it was from one of our Patreon members, and um, he asked, uh, TFM. Let me just uh, scroll up. <clears throat> In a dystopian society where you had to get married, what would be the prerequisites for the woman that you would choose to get married to? Well, I think in a dystopian kind of scenario, marriage as we know it wouldn't exist. Instead, you would go no, back... No, 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 you could, no, wait, hang on a second. I need to just stop okay. you right there because okay. he was very specific with me. Okay. He says marriage exists. I mean, it, like, okay. you know... Okay, all right, so... You need to, you need, like, either the government's going to give you a bride or you need to choose one. Oh, okay, so what it's... The, what, oh, so yeah. it's... So we're talking about, like, a... A 1984 kind of dystopian yeah. future. Um, I guess I would. Uh, I guess a quadriplegic that can't talk. What the? F yeah, that <laughs> way I can just kind of prop her up in the corner like a pillow. Just do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Give her, she can't. She can't go out and you know get a job and. Well, yeah. Prove her worth to you. Right. I'm just gonna. Like, she's just gonna be my fuck pillow in the corner. Okay. There you cool. go. So I roll quadriplegics. I mean, it, and that, <laughs> I mean, no other, no other qualities. Well, I mean, sure. She's have a big ass, like you know, maybe she's gonna be, you know, she's gonna be loyal or. Well, uh, but in a dystopian <laughs> future, in a dystopian future, you're talking like if gynocentrism rules the day and they basically force you to get married. It's like assign a single mother. There's really nothing you can do, so you just kind of have to do the best you can. Okay. So, I mean, I would just try to find someone who, I don't know, did the least damage. So, that would be my priority. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this I mean, you got to make sometimes when you're faced with a no-win situation where you have to pick the least shitty option, that's what you got to do. 
you know, if we're talking about hypotheticals where there's absolutely no way out, there's no loophole. <laughs> yeah, you just go okay. with the, the least shitty option. Okay. All right. Uh, there was another question as well, um, and it's from Old Dirty Bastard. Okay. Um, you, you're probably familiar with him. And we've, he we've was met. very persistent with, with the, what, as in met, met, or just uh, met, you know, while you're in your cage, and, you know, he was feeding you bananas. Okay. Is that a yes or a no? Wait, if, if I was I in mean, a cage? You, did, I mean, did you meet him online, or did you meet him in real life? That was well, my, we, did, we didn't meet on eHarmony. I mean, he... Oh. <laughs> you know, I think he was just a subscriber that liked my videos, and we just... I took, gave him my Skype, and we talked. Okay. That's all. all right, cool. Right, I'm the question dead. is... Um, Nobody cares. Uh, the question is, he wants to get your opinion on the Maryland rape case where two illegal two illegals raped a 14-year-old girl in the boys' bathroom. People heard her screaming, but the defense is saying it was consensual. What the fuck? Oh, because so it... being be, an illegal... Because yeah, it, well, it wasn't a... Wait, this was, was this a Mexican illegal alien, or are we talking about a Muslim illegal alien? I, I, don't, I don't know the story. Because I don't um, think... I don't think they're that like if it's Mexicans, they don't really have that much sympathy for them. It's only it's really what's funny is you know how you always hear how violence isn't the answer and everything, but like the reason the entire reason why everyone's so afraid of offending Muslims is because they're afraid of violence. So it kind of goes against that whole meme that oh violence is always the you know never resort to violence because that's literally why everybody kisses Muslims' asses. Yeah, Mexicans, I mean, Mexicans get arrested and deported all the time. Nobody's like, I mean, sure, people do complain about racism, but generally, they don't really care. Okay, um, right, I think it's time for uh, our first guest. Let me just prep him. Um, so his name is Dark Ops. Hey, dude. Uh, let me just introduce you. Uh, he's his. Uh, he would like to speak to you about his situation. Uh, I'll, I'll go over it. So he says, TFM, I'm going through some real shit right now. My ex-girlfriend is pregnant. She's cheating and is a pathological liar. So mm. I just want to share and talk about my story with everyone. Plus, I'm from the Caribbean. It's kind of different okay. down here. All right. <laughs> I, I need some advice and opinions of what I did what I could have done, and your views on the whole situation. I just want my story to be somewhat heard so it can help others, I think. Go All right. Ahead. Welcome to the Turtle Flinging Monkey Show. Glad to be here. Before I get started, it's fucking awesome to be on the Turtle Flinging Monkey Show on a serious note, bro. Well, my pleasure. You sound like you have quite the story to tell, so whenever you're ready... Alright, so, alright, it's a long fucking story, right? But let me try and, like, like get it going. Alright, so, right, me and this girl, we met up, whatever, whatever, we started, we started talking, right? So, yeah. I, I knew her for a while, then, you know, we started fucking, we started freeing up, but it was more, I was into all the types of RSD, so, you know, I have a little, you know, fuck them and not, 
look for the relationship chan you know chan fuck with all that relationship kind of vibes but sex was good yeah as usual that's how this shit always starts keep fucking with us so after a little while so we met we met but we met back in february of last year i'm talking about the third i can actually tell you first time we had sex the third of february last year right so we were like chilling hanging out everything was nice she lied she said she knew a nice paying job etc so i thought this girl was a hustler you know i don't have to be spending my money on females because i ain't about that life she was supposedly making more than me she was working on an ice cream park she, was, she had a main job at a, a sports organization and she had she used to part time and nice at an ice cream park so you know, making money in dominica in dominica here if you're making a grand two thousand money so, so wait so she claimed to make two thousand dollars more than you uh okay at the end of the day the more she was, she was making close to about supposedly was supposed to making a making about a thousand dollar one of me okay but all that's a lie that's just that's just you just flat on me and, and i was just sorry that shit like 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 fuck anyways right so we continue and she supposedly when we, when we started having sex the first couple times, I swear to God, she, the, condom, the condom fucking tore okay. condom after condom. And I was the one that brought the, like, like I was the one. I didn't know the thing. I wasn't. What, was your, I like, to, did I you buy the wrong you. size? Were you using water balloons? Yes. What happened? Yes. Yes. In the future, I found out two things after she got fucked up. I tried this XL Slam. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm the biggest guy out there. I tried this XL Slam, and I just tried some some water-based lubricant, like just you know for the sake of doing it long after. Okay. I, I was like, oh shit, that kind of numbers. So we were we were laughing about it, like you know the kind of numbers and shit, because what happened? The condoms, boy, we started fucking condoms started bursting, and you know. If the condom keep popping, you you know you, you ain't gonna give a fuck about that shit. You're, you're just like, yeah, I wanna hit. Well, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, if you have no self-control, you're going to be like, ah, fuck, the condom broke, oh well. But, you know, that should immediately I mean, cause you to sure. pull your dick out. Because, you know, just because the condom broke doesn't mean you actually came yet. You know, if you feel the condom break, you need to pull your dick out and you need to reorient yourself. But if you just kept fucking her after the yeah. condom broke, that's, no. you know. Okay, honestly, all right. So like, okay, the condom broke. I mm -hmm. pulled out. I switched to another one. Before we finish, it broke yeah. again. So I was like, um, "Fuck." That's when you, you gotta like, go with some Saran wrap. Trust me. <laughs> <but> it... <laughs> All right, cool. So like, I basically did this stupid thing, mm -hmm. and like started fucking without condoms. Like, yep, that. That'll do it. But I, I did try. I did try to use the fucking pill. I did. I mean, my wait. I spent a lot of fucking money on those. Morning after. Oh, the morning after pill. Okay, I was gonna say like pills don't yeah. work on guys. I don't know if you knew that. If you take the pill, it doesn't do anything. So like, <laughs> I know, I know. So like, you know, and I was like, like the next day, I was like, I, I trusted us somewhat. Next day, I'd be like, yo, you take the pill. Oh, I have it there. One, I say, my girl, take the fucking pill, uh, right? 
Uh, she yeah Sometimes. she she was trying to get pregnant she then. Yeah, she was fucking with me. She was fucking with me. She was fucking with me. So like by the end of February, early eighth, no man, February man, this girl come and talk about she pregnant and shit. I'm like abortion, mm. fucking abortion. Oh, she you know she start getting on this and that. I say I know about that life, you know. She said she said which I found out later was a fucking lie. She had the abortion. Oh right, okay. Cool. Yeah, cause she, she, it, she it, said it, it, she said, and me like a big cut. Uh, keep in mind, right? I didn't um, information. This girl has had four miscarriages before mm-hmm. because she said because she has been she had been, which I think is true. That that part at least I think is true. She had been raped when she was like a little girl, like five years, four years old, when she was in Antigua mm-hmm. and shit. So like that caused like some issues with her, you know. Oh, so she okay. told you she couldn't get pregnant because she had a miscarriage no, or something? No, no, no. She, she, never told, she never told me she didn't get pregnant, but I just know like, she had four miscarriages over the past couple of years. Okay. Right? And the thing is, right, she just got out from an abusive relationship. That is the only thing that really kept me there, right? Because a guy was beating on her and shit. So, like, I would not, like, we, we, were, we were dating. We were checking really while she was planning on leaving the guy. Keep in mind, I was not, I wasn't a midtow yet. Oh, so you were, so you were fucking so, with a girl who was with a guy and she was cheating with you? Yeah, yeah, for like a week, a week or two, two weeks, three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. And you know, she like she was telling me, oh, how she was being abused and shit, and she wants to get out of a relationship, and me like the big. Fat pussy I am. Captain Captain Sivaho. Captain Sivaho. Yeah. Was like, you know, feeling sorry for all kinds of shit. Now, fast forward back to when she said she had the abortion. Alright, we're in April right now. From February to April. This girl, right? She said she had to go to travel to another Caribbean country for like two weeks. No problem. Just before she goes, she's telling me Bro, I'm pregnant again. I'm pregnant again, and this and that and this and that. I'm like, how the fuck? Or again, again, really? But this time, right? That's when she started telling me about she might she might not have the next chance to make children because of all the miscarriages and shit. So she doesn't want to do and that. And what? I start breaking up. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck. I I don't want to. I don't want to like take away your last chance and shit. And oh my god, I mean, like it's like no denial I have. I would, have been, I would have been fucking running for the hills, bro. I would have been running for the hills at that point. But I was the dumb fuck. I was like, you know, yeah. Now, this girl went for the two weeks and came back. So she, finally, we agree she's pregnant. Two and a half months into the pregnancy, I'm like, you know, she's slim. She's, she's kind of picky. So, you know, if a girl like that gets pregnant, you, you, you see the protrusion of the belly. Right. Real quick, right? So I'm like, you know, what's what's with that? It's two and a half months. I ain't seen nothing. And she imagine when she wasn't when she traveled for the two weeks in April, that's early April. She told me how she took scans, like ultrasound scans of the baby, and they were supposed to be twins because you know all the other miscarriages with twins and all kinds of shit. And I'm here like, damn son, damn son, she gonna mm-hmm. be real and whatnot. Right. Morning, morning. When she came down, like I didn't even really question her about the, the, that shit, like, you know, where the scans, where are these, where is that? Fast forward two and a half months, bruh. 
two and a half months from the day she told me she was pregnant. And not me not knowing, like, you know, you kind of, you know, you, it takes a while before you actually, oh my God, I was so shocking. It takes a while before you know, like, a woman pregnant might take a week or two. Two and a half months later, she falls sick. So we go to the hospital. And coincidentally, I was there while she fell sick. Went to the hospital, so you know, they did a routine checkup. She did the P test. Two lines, obviously, she's already she pregnant. You know, I expect to see two lines on the P test. When she went, they told her, okay, well, we're just going to do an ultrasound and check and see what, you know? Right. When we, do the, when, we did the, when we did the ultrasound, so the woman is here, you know, pass all the, the lubrication and stomach and sin, and pass me the ultrasound machine. It's like, um, oh, there it is. Um, this pregnancy is only two weeks old. What? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. you mean months? Two months, two, two months, all right. Two months. You're like, nope, not more. You can't even, you can't even see it. You, you can't even really see it. It's, it's almost not there. It's like a speck. And I'm here like, this bitch mm-hmm. is lying to my mother's. And I'm about to go fucking ballistic. And keep in mind, I do go to the gym. I'm about five foot nine. And at the time, I'm, man, I'm going like, I'm weighing 250 pounds, bro. Okay. Trust me. And I was like, ah, this could be knocked out of fuck out. So, like, you know, I kind of go calm and she stayed in the hospital for 10 minutes because there was some asthma attack and some shit. And she's like, oh, since this is the time that day, this and that. And I, I, just, I just kept myself quiet, kept myself quiet, trying to see you. But she got from the hospital, so, so I can just, like, I don't want to be picking on a female on a ward. Not, you didn't want to give her. You didn't want to hit her in the old bread basket right when she was out of the hospital. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wanted to give it to her when she when she came out of the hospital, but it ended up coming on before. Okay. She was like, "Why are you acting so so like well, I'm acting up on this and that?" Because like I was coming to the hospital to visit her time to time, and you could see on my face that I could just fucking choke the bitch. It's like, yeah, I want to get to the bottom of this. I want to get to the bottom of this. And, mm. and bruh, you know after. You get the it's like it's like who is me to be vexed that I said, but my girl, you cannot my girl, you cannot account for the past two months of the pregnancy, way day, way gone, way gone. And not even and the worst part, not even twins again. I say, so she's and this she says she has this thing they call cysts. So maybe they mistake a cyst for one of the babies and all kind of shit. And when they ask her for the um Scan she took courses, but she took what? In a, um, the scans like the um, ultrasound scans, uh-huh. like you know, she said she remember she told me she got some up there. When oh, she, she went up there. Did she get them off the internet? Yeah, no, no, no. Saint Martin. She went to Saint Martin for two weeks. Remember in April she went to Saint Martin for two weeks. Okay. The first time she traveled just when just the um right after she told me she was pregnant. She went okay. to Saint Martin for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she was saying she went to the hospital and did some little checkups and she got scans of the babies and whatnot and this and that. And now, while we're in the ultrasound room, they ask her, you know, where these scans, you know, for them to compare and whatnot. She doesn't even, f- she, she, what scans? They ain't no fucking scans, bro. Oh, they didn't give it to her when she was up there. They ain't fucking gave it to you because they ain't had nothing. They didn't have right. nothing. Right. Yeah, okay, so, know. all right, so I kind of, so what happened? Did she end up having the kid and putting you on child support? Oh man, 
Uh, all right, we will have that because the, the baby got born like last week. Okay. Last week, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to give you a little bit of long story because it's so much. Well, no, I mean this is actually movie. your story. Really, isn't that unique? Women, what they'll do is they try to trick you to coming inside of them. And one of the things they'll do is yeah. they'll say they're already pregnant because a lot of times, if the woman says I'm yes. already pregnant, you'll be like, well, shit, I might as well just come inside you now that yep, you're already exactly, pregnant. Exactly. So what they'll do is they'll lie about sure. being pregnant, and then once you come in them, they'll actually get pregnant. And it does, like yep. you said, you thought she was pregnant for two months, and she was only pregnant for two weeks. So it didn't matter. She just lied yep. to you, told you she was pregnant so you'd come in her, and then she really got pregnant. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's it's actually extremely common. Like, women, first of all, they'll tell you they're already on birth control, so you don't have to use a condom. And then if that doesn't work, they'll fake a pregnancy. Uh, now, the, thing, the fact that the condom break, she may have sabotaged them. Maybe you bought the wrong size. I have no idea. You bought a shit brand. Uh, they were mines. They were mines. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so you just bought a shit brand. Yeah. Multiple different brands, but the cheapest set of brands. Basically. Yeah. No, you you can't. Don't buy the cheap shit, man. You gotta. This is your life. Well, not the cheapest. Well, you, well, well, well. You can't well, spring. Well, some of them wasn't cheap. Some of them weren't cheap. Some they weren't cheap. They weren't cheap. They were slam. slam. Slam IPPF. Well, I mean, no, we have d- different brands in the U.S. Like, I use Lifestyles or Trojan. I don't like the Trojan because they're too thick. You don't feel anything. So, unless they're the ecstasy kind. But that's it's it's been a few uh, days since then. So, maybe they come out with some new <laughs> shit. Oh, man. So, you don't, you don't hear it. Okay, let me get to the good part. Fast forward. Okay, there we go. So, right. She was actually leaving with, leaving to stay stay with me for like three weeks at my place. Okay. Because, like, so I, so I, you I stayed with her after. Wait, so she lied to you about getting pregnant, and you stayed with her? Mm-hmm. Like well, an idiot. Why? Because why didn't you like, why didn't you uh, why didn't you fucking kick her in the stomach and uh, do a little? <laughs> I mean, you're gonna go to jail for like maybe five years. No, no, way less in Dominica, less than that. Bro. Yeah, so you know, right? So you you just you kick her in the stomach a few times, you go to jail for a few years, you get out, you're free bird. Oh my god! Now oh, you're god. now you're a proud papa, and you're gonna be in baby jail for like. Nah, all right. No, you got you got to hear this, right? So, um, this girl, right? When she was with me, yo, the the second the the first straw. Right? Okay. I call uh, a time when she came off work late. She said okay. she was going home. Right? No, mm-hmm. I was walking home from meeting her and she passes me in a fucking car with a friend. No, I was like, what? That was just after she came out overseas, before we get, we went to the hospital and everything. Um, this guy sees me and he sees a fucking ghost. Like he swallows his fucking soul and they disappear. I can't get her anything. When I finally get in touch with her, like a couple days later, I say, So, um, where were you? You didn't tell me you were going home. Why is you passing the car going in the opposite direction? Oh, I went for food and they said that. Wow. You sure it's food you went for? Mm-hmm. No, it's a one way street to where she said she was going and I was going on that same it, it was a lie. I never saw the car after that. It was a lie. It was a lie. Long story short, right? So, that was the first. Real time, I think this girl was like fucking around on my head with some fat fuck. I'm like, you know, I'm fucking jacked. What's wrong with you? 
What is wrong with you? Well, you have strength of body, but it seems like you don't have strength of will. Because you let this lying bitch trap you with a baby into a relationship. And then you're staying with her for some reason. Well, well, swear where she was, the, her, her so-called uncle left. Um, um, she couldn't take his wife in or something like that. She and his wife were, they were having some argument because she was just being a bitch or whatever. Mm. Now she came over to my place and I can't tell you the real truth. Okay. That goes against my principle. That shit goes against my principle. All right. But I was bending every fucking rule because she was supposedly pregnant from me. That right. Is what that yeah, she, is she, the point. She got you. She, she got you to lower your guard. She got you to lower my guard and bend my rules. Bend my rules, bro. Well, I'm an asshole. Yeah. So okay. So you have. So this girl. I mean, here's the thing. Like, so she's cheating on you, but she already trapped you with a baby through yeah. deception. So you should have already known that she's an untrustworthy person. So should it really be surprising that not only is she lying to you about, you know, having a baby, being pregnant, she's also cheating on you? I mean, it kind of, you know, you're dealing with a dishonest well, person in, to begin with. This is why, you know, when she faked the pregnancy the yeah. first time, you should have fucking put her out on the street after giving her a few well, mule kicks. I actually did that. You know why? Like, she would, I, she would okay, all right, she would go out on weekends. And she would turn off, turn off her phone for the whole weekend and come back like on Monday and tell me how I say. So I'll be like, you mean to tell me you disappear for the whole weekend and your phone off? And she'll own my battery that I mean, I, I say, my girl, you have no reason, you don't have respect for me. You, you telling me your battery died, you were by your friend and you couldn't charge it. Wow. Break up. I, she did it once, she did it twice. Gone. I told her, you know what? We're good. We're we good. Pregnant or not pregnant, we're good. I try. I try it. I bend my rules enough. Wh why? Why, why did you try to make it work with a woman who lied to you and trapped you with a baby? Well, okay, well, I didn't try to make it work. Why I did you? She was already a dishonest person. Why did you even try to make it work? She's already proven that she's a lying girl. cunt. The baby that she trapped she you with. The baby, baby that never should have existed because she lied to you about getting an abortion. Yeah. Yep. Okay, why do you... I was like... That's her baby. She doesn't give a shit about you. Why, why do you give a shit about it? Yeah. She might, Now, she would have literally just stolen your sperm from a condom in the trash and gotten pregnant from your stolen condom. Uh, would you still take care of her because she's the mother of your child? Or would you tell her to eat shit and die and she, you're not taking care of a kid that yeah. you didn't want? Well, okay, well... I, I never I never really and she well in the relationship I can truly say she spent more money on me than I spent on her in like going out freeing up I never got on anything for Valentine's Day etc and this kind of because that's you know that's not me I know about spending money on okay who, I don't care about money she lied to yeah. you and trapped you with a baby she, um, I don't give a shit about money I mean if a girl takes me out on a yeah. date and buys me some gifts that doesn't make up for the fact that she's you know lying to me and trying to trap me with a baby. Yeah. Like so that like that I mean, doesn't like, even matter. Like, okay, right. Okay, like okay, from um April, May, I started getting into metal and when I really, really realize 
how I fucked up. I mean, like this one on. I, I was like, shit, I broke the first rule. Now, did you only realize you fucked up after she started cheating on you and you realized that not only were you getting cucked and being forced to take care of this woman and this child you never wanted who lied to you, now you're also basically being cheated on and she's fucking other dudes. Like, at what point did you realize you fucked up? Like, what was the big telltale sign? Um, when the, the first sign, no, a little bit after the first sign that she cheated on, that when she started this, when she started disappearing on weekends, which was just unnatural, and that's why I cut it off. She did it three times. I warned her once. I warned her twice. Then I cut it off. No, which is just complete fucking idiocy. I know, but I let it happen anyways before I cut it off. And I cut it off. It's been at least six months now since I cut it off and I broke up with her. But after we broke up, right? So we broke up. I was, we were still talking, seeing each other fucking time to time. But that was it. That was, that was, that was it. I wasn't, I was giving her what you would say emotional and only completely and utterly emotional comfort at most. I was wasting my time anymore. I like just, you know, oh, she in the hospital. I'll be like, you in the hospital. All right, cool. I'll pass on if I have time and whatever. She paid for all her babies, the, the tests and stuff you do during when you're pregnant. You know, you always have to be doctor and, and whatnot. All those tests, not a cell in my pocket. Okay. All right, so but so you, like, you so because, because because I told her I told her I'm gonna be having to take a fertility test. What? Okay, because, so like, you've been fucking around. But you you are still fucking around because you're still there. So you know you're like oh I ain't fucking around anymore, but you are. Where is she? Yeah. Do you still live with her? No, 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 no. You still taking care of the kid? Mm, yeah, the fertility test. Why? You are not the father. <laughs> Fucking bro. This guy right. <laughs> Fucking Cali man. Right? Like, okay, right? at what point, when are you going to cut this bitch off? I cut her off already, man. Okay, well, you're still taking care of her kid. Are you still... Are no, you, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Turn, turn. Okay. The baby got born last on the 16th. Of this month. Okay, now where is? But are you on the birth certificate? Are you going to be paying child support? No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Okay, I know I am. I'm MGTOW. Okay, now. I know the dangers of of signing as the the biological father. I know. I I know. I know. Trust me. I know. I know. I didn't do that. I haven't done it yet. I'm taking a paternity test next week, Wednesday, hopefully. Well, I mean, if you were coming inside of her while you were dating, a paternity test isn't going to save you. Like, oh. you know, if, if it's your baby, if she tricked you into coming inside of her and getting her pregnant, getting a paternity test oh, isn't oh, going to save you. Oh. Is the kid oh, yours? Right. Okay, hear this. No, I'm not. We, we don't know. No, listen to this. Okay. I, I forgot to give you this piece of information. Come back approximately two months. My big, the girl is big belly pregnant, right? Big okay. fucking eight eight months pregnant my boy her friend right or oh, friend or oh, good close friend her good close friend who was, was fucking good. her no 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 he wasn't fucking her he wasn't fucking oh. her for sure okay. he was my he was my friend oh, okay and her friend at the same time right we were cool 
So right. he went. He went up to check. It's run somewhere, like you know, he, he's going up there to check on and shit and this and that. But that's how that that that's how it is. Okay. It's truth be told, he he used to he used to be a simp till you know I give him some RSD knowledge and we 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 fuck her and we go out and we free up. So he go he goes up there and he walks in to their house and he sees her with her ex boyfriend. This girl has been fucking with her ex boyfriend since day one. Like whoa, and it's undeniable that they were together. And I tell my boy, right, if she was fucking with one guy, she's been fucking with six. I okay. think she's been fucking with at least six. Your ex boyfriend, the same boyfriend you, you, you. Oh, I, I'm scared of him. He's he boy. Oh my god. And I was like, what? What? Like really, nigga? And like I told him those things were happening. Like I was at a certain point when I when I like, when I gave up on her, I said, bro, this is what I'm. And when he come back and told me, he's like, he's he's feeling so fucked up. He's wondering like why I'm not feeling so fucked up. I I say, well, bro, like after a little while, like I know I don't have no hard evidence. Like I see she did it, but like it's fucking obvious. I didn't okay. do it with him though. I didn't with him. You get where I'm coming from? Like her ex-boyfriend. Okay, so but she's like, fu- she's fucking the ex-boyfriend. You're yes, not together like, anymore. Where's yeah, the kid? Yes. And you're getting a paternity test on the kid. So you're you're waiting to see if it's yours. Yeah. Now, if it's your kid, are you going to be forced yeah. to pay child support? I'm not sure about the laws in the Caribbean. Are they going to force you to take well, care of the kid? Yeah, basically. Okay. Well, um, force you to take care of the kid. Well, yes. If she, if she does take me to if she decides she wants to take me to court, yes. Okay. So yeah. So there, there is a there, and there's a there's a forty percent chance I would say of she taking me to court. You get me? Right. Well, well, no. There's a, if you're the if you're the father and she can get money and this is a woman who is cheating on you, who was who tricked you into getting her pregnant. She's a dishonest person. She's not going to hesitate for one second to take you to court and take you for all the money that she's entitled to by the by the law. So you know. What, oh, by the by the way, um, okay. child support the minimum child support is three hundred EC dollars monthly. Okay, I mean, is that I don't know. Which is, I don't know how much that is in bananas. You're going to have to break it down for me. Um, one one US dollar is two point seven EC dollars. Okay, so it's only like a like a hundred bucks. It's like seventy two dollars a week. Oh, a week. Okay, that's like okay. Coming up to three hundred dollars a month, or like seventy dollars a week, or so, so or something like that. I read it recently. I, I I read it recently. You get me? So like. Okay. I mean, well, paying child support and would not be that. Would, at least I was married to us and God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but paying so, child support wouldn't be too much of a bad thing. It's just having your child raised up with a mother like okay, that because you don't make the fucking she, Okay, but you didn't want the child. She sperm-jacked you, or she no. didn't sperm-jack you. She tricked you into coming inside of yeah. her, and she yeah. basically got pregnant. So it's not your child. And yeah. if, if you – I mean, she's going to – in her mind, she got what she wanted. She's going to get your money. She's going to have the child she wanted. There's nothing you can do about it. There, honestly, I wouldn't even – fuck around with her just give her her check and tell her to fucking never talk talk to you again and when the kid is older you know or when the mom is turns out to be a total bitch and the kid wants to live with you that's that's fine 
whatever, you can cross that bridge when you get there. But don't, like, go out of your way to make a life with somebody who's who treats you like that and is overtly trying nah, to use you. Nah, nah, I, I won't do that. I, I, I've been watching too much TFM to be this kind of... I've evolved from the, the cook I supposedly was at the time being, believe me, thanks to you. Thanks to you, Sandman, right. and the other guys. Well, no, Thank okay, like... Christ, well, like, the other the other week, you know, I was talking to uh, Mike, whose ex was, um, what's her face, Tanya, right? But they, you know, they loved each other. They, they had a kid. They were married. She didn't sperm jack him. So that's a... I'm going to give them different advice than I'm giving you. When you're sperm jacked by a woman and she's obviously lying to you and cheating on you, there is no reason to try to build something with that woman. There's no reason to be like, oh, she has my kid. Because if she knows she can use that kid to extract money from you, she's going to. This is the type of person who is just a complete piece of shit. And there's no reason to try to build anything with them. And as far as that kid is, that that kid you didn't want. You were tricked into, you know, conceiving. And she lied about getting an abortion. So that kid never should have existed. So don't build shit with her. If, you know, you have to pay her child support. If you want to, if the kid turns out okay and you grow attached and you want to be closer to the kid, do that. But don't give anything to the woman. No, I won't, I won't be giving anything to her. It, it, it's, it doesn't work out like that here. You don't need to physically give her a check I don't need to write her a check I just need to play my part as to like if every month I'm giving what I need to need to give to my child like pampers whatever whatnot she cannot take me to court especially if I, once I keep the receipts okay well I mean yeah keep she, your receipts she she's I mean okay so yeah make sure you know exactly what to do make sure you um, make sure you have every all your ducks in a row. Know exactly what the law says. Have everything saved. Your receipts. Talk to a lawyer because if you if you're careless, she's going to try to take more and more money out of you because she's a dishonest person. So you're going to have to, unfortunately. And now that you have a kid with her, she's going to be part of your life for the next couple decades. Yep. And yeah, I hope that your story. Uh, helps other men who are in the situation. I mean, rule number one: uh, if the condom breaks, stop fucking. Breaks. Stop. If the condom breaks, stop fucking. Number two: if the woman tells you she's on the pill, she can't get pregnant. Uh, I don't even care. If she tells you she has a hysterectomy. If she has like a medical, if she tells you and she brings out medical charts saying she has a hysterectomy, do not believe her. Wear a condom. Uh, women lie about saying they can't get pregnant all the time, and then they'll lie about being pregnant so you'll come inside them without a condom. And if a, if a woman tries to sperm jack you, you need to run. I don't care how good the sex is. I don't know how. I don't care how hot she is. I don't care how how many gifts she buys you. You're dealing with a woman who's trying to fuck you and trying to take your resources by getting pregnant without your consent. And unfortunately, unlike you know, when a woman doesn't consent, you go to jail. But when you don't consent to becoming a father, the law does not give a single shit. So it's up to you to protect yourself because nobody else cares. Uh, quick question. Um, quick question from the chat. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, obviously it wasn't, it was never posed as a question, but a lot of people are saying, why don't you leave the country? And um, 
it, you know, it brings me into a well, question actually, for TFM. Actually, actually, I am planning on getting my green card to go to the US because my sister got hers recently. Mine just has to be put in because my mom, my mom's married up there. Mine just gotta be put in. Um, in the next month or so, it's go. It takes like two to three years, three years for everything to get through, and I can go up. So like that's been always been the plan. I don't have a plan of staying in the Caribbean, most likely. Okay. So um. I, uh, I just. Am, just I am Just a follow-on question from there, though. Um, you know, I imagine that you know if there's if you owe child support in Jamaica, I mean, well in uh, Dominica, um, that will transfer over to the states. Would I be wrong in that assumption? More than likely. Yeah. There, does she I, have your full? Does she have your full name? Does she know my full name? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, so, you need to go to a non-extradition country then, if you, if yeah, you, if you were to go well, abroad. If, if it's just if it's if it's just child support, like, trust me, if I'm if I can, I only need to pay three hundred EC dollars a month to support a child in Dominica by law. That is the amount of um you need to pay child support with. That is the amount you need to pay monthly for child support. That sums up to less than 150 US dollars a month. Like my my relative of mine has his has his son in Dominica. And most people so, a lot of people do that. They have their children here but they go overseas and work and because of the, cur the currency conversion, it's a lot easier to take care of kids down here. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, currency, I, I agree with the currency conversion, but what about if you earn more? I mean, does that translate into, since you earn more, you pay more in child support? No, 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 it's not like that. It's a, it's a, standard, it's a standard thing. It's standard. standard. Okay. okay, so oh, that's good. So it's not because that's the thing I don't like about the laws it's in the little, US. It's a little bit different. It's, it's like the more you make, US, the more they take. Me. Like in other westernized countries, it's just badly off for you guys. Believe me, right. it's not as horrible when it comes to the Caribbean. <sighs> All right. Well, I mean, so do what you got to do. Just do what I got to do for the child. Once you like taking care of your child, like there's nothing she can really do. Right. Give her, I mean, if the law says you have to give her this amount, you're going to have to give her that amount, but that would be it. You know, she got you, you were a sucker, she played yep. you, she's going to get her money, and you know what? She won this round, so you just have to make the most of what you have. And here's this, here's this, here's this, right? Okay. The girl she was renting with, like, we were cool. Okay. And she's fed up of her, and she's also fed up of her analyze, like, for she wasn't even paid rent. She's been like missing out on her rent for right. Well, she's a piece. Of, she's a she's a piece of shit. I mean, are you shocked that a woman who lies I, about being on birth control and fakes an abortion would be behind on her rent? Are you really that surprised? So she's fed up with her, and you know she just keeps lying to everybody. Right. And she told me, right? She told me, like besides me, the ex-boyfriend, right? There might be another nigga involved, most likely. She said she didn't want to tell me because I've been squeezing information from her because we're cool, right? I, it's not going anywhere, but I've been getting information from her of all this kinds of shit, all the stuff she's been doing, and etc. etc. Because like they were friends, and even if I told her like she wouldn't, I told her like you know all your friends, so you would never ever tell me everything. Like now she's starting to really piss her off. 
Yeah. Don't don't ever don't ever talk her to her again. You don't you don't talk to her anymore. She she talks to your lawyer, or she can fuck off. You as long as you're paying your check, be like my check's in the mail. Fuck off and then hang up on her. She doesn't deserve any of your time. Yeah, I'm just gonna go get that paternity test done next week. Well, yeah. If she was fucking her ex, then that's how much is it? What one second, TFM? TFM. How much is the paternity test cost? Uh, that's a fucking problem. 680 EC dollars. That is no bueno. That's, that's fucked up. But I, I, I just, I'm just gonna get it to get the fuck out. To the, to know what's gonna happen. Because, like, like, I told her she was gonna pay for it because she was the one that was fucking other niggas. But okay. she's not gonna do it. I mean, come on. Yeah, you can't hold her responsible. You can't hold her responsible for shit. So I'm just gonna keep wasting my time and all kinds of shit, you know. Okay. So like, I'm just gonna get it done, get over with. All right. And if, and if, right, I get it done, it's not mine. I want my money back. I want my money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go see what I can do. Like if I. I have to go and pay for opportunities for a child and it's not mine. I'm gonna see if I can get my money back. I paid for the goddamn paternity test back into my pocket. Because even for her, I will not have to go and pay for one. I'll see how that goes. Because I I kind of pissed off that like all the responsibility which always falls on the guy falls on me, and she ain't gotta pay a cent. Well, okay, right. So if if you can, if you're not the father, great. But you were coming inside of her, so chances are you are the father. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead and hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, you you dodge that bullet. But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, hopefully, guys can learn from your fail. Do not come inside of a chick, even if she says she's pregnant. And if she traps you with a baby, fucking drop that bitch. Yep. And uh, just one last, one last question for you, Dark Ops. I mean, um, can you explain to you know the chat? I mean, what is the social climate like in um, you know in the in in Dominica? You know, in terms of the male-female relationships. Oh, um, it has its centrism. A good ship. It's not as bad as in Australia and the US. I would say, okay, let's say like if you you're caught hitting a female in public, it might and might not. There might not be. They might say, okay, like recently, this guy, this fucking female was being a bitch and started to hit this. They start kicking ass, and pe people on this on this side was like, my brother kick ass, that damn ass kick ass. Eating the man for my girl, you get know I me? Mean? According to what? Right? If the man does, you know, just start beating her. Some people say, hey, last, don't, don't, don't do, don't eat that too much. Even if she was fucking, her. but like, I can, I can basically, I might more, more than likely be, if a woman, I can fight a fucking bitch in the street and get away with it, somewhat. This is more for domestic violence case. The police are more calm for you. I've seen my cousin beat his girlfriend for style points. Like style points. <laughs> okay. And police come over there and like he even get fucking arrested, man. I mean, most cases, you know, he even get arrested. Like 
it's uh, it, it doesn't it's it's not like you would not be able to imagine it. Sometimes it's gynocentric, but there, well, yeah. it can be a, a lot. Of, it could be very very lenient. Like right. man and woman does fight here. Man and woman can fight here. And okay. Police not just gonna. Well, then, they, would, they will not just come and just arrest the man. So okay. So it, wait, hold on, hold on. So if you are basically allowed to beat your wife um, and not get arrested, you're not allowed. Hold on. Uh, when yeah. she when you found out she was only two weeks pregnant and she lied to you about having the abortion all that shit, why didn't you freaking drop the elbow on her? Why don't you go all John Cena on that ass? <laughs> I don't know where I wanted to. I wanted to. I really, Why really didn't you? To. I wanted to go John Cena. Why didn't you? Why didn't you just just like? Are you sure about that? And then just drop the elbow on her. <laughs> I mean, like if that kind of that kind of that would end up in the real battery, and then I would be going to prison. Yeah, but I mean, if okay. you end up in a if you end up in a fight and like nobody uh, gets. Well, like, you just said death. that you just said that nobody cares. If you beat up a woman, like, so like, which is okay, it? Like, Are you like just talking care. shit now? People, people, right, people, people give a fuck. Okay. But like, unlike in America where they will take take the guy away 100, percent I would say you have at least a 35 percent chance, according to the crowd, that's around. If they defending you, or if just or like just fucking around, you know, and like she started like. Everybody like the crowd would not say it, it depends. It, it really depends. And chances are they'll go fuck they'll fucking go with you. Like if you report it first, if you report it like she was fucking around first, like the wife tying you up, like they would chances are they would not and the second time they would you know it depends. Because everybody knows everybody down here. Believe me, we small as fuck. We're small, we real small. Real, okay. real, real small. So okay. like All right. everybody knows everybody. Um, all right, cool. On on that note, um, I would like to bring in our uh, next guest. Okay. Um, they go by the name of uh, Sora, Sora the King. Uh, he's he's from the uh, Caribbean as, as well. All right. And he he, he likes to show. you. Yeah, <laughs> believe it. Uh, I would, I would mostly want to discuss this petition I found about the urge of Congress to support common sense rape survivors' rights that claims the incredibly large statistic of millions of women being raped each year. I'm going to bring him down now. Okay. Sora, are you there? He's probably still on the stream, so give him a few seconds. Right. Hey, Sora. Uh, hi. You hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Alright, good, yeah, um... I just wanted to, uh... Well, first off, it's nice and good to meet you, and, uh... Second of, uh, uh... Talk about the, like you said, uh, this, um... Change, uh, position right. that we found that, uh... Now, is, do you want me, like to just summarize a few? Or do yeah, you is this is this in America or what country is this in? This is U.S. This okay. Is, uh, petitioning the House of Representatives uh, to you know urge these common these crazy common sense rape survivor rights. Okay, what do you mean yeah. common sense? What's common sense about 
Uh, uh, you want me just to read this? Well, I have, can, like, can you sum? Summary. I mean, can you? Yeah, just summarize it for me. We got to make okay, up lost uh, time. Okay, so basically, um, basically they're talking about how like you know, um, basically started about like this one woman. They were talking, and she was like talking about how like you know, they weren't like providing her with like you know, she was claiming that you know, she wasn't gonna provide them like her rape kit, and they like permanently disposed of the time, and you know. They're not saying that their rights are being notified in their languages and they're not getting claims to their medical information and they don't want to have to pay for their rape kit or, you know, they're not getting copies of their police reports. And basically, uh, they're also telling the statistic that like over, what, 25 million women have been raped and survived rape in America. Yeah. Well, they, they keep expanding what rape is. Like, they did a survey where uh, somebody just saying something at you in a like if someone calls you a slut or you oh, if you hear someone being called a slut that counts as sexual violence so you know what they do is they broaden the definition of rape and sexual violence to mean almost anything and then they conflate everything as rape so then like oh there's millions of rapes there's so many rapes i can't even deal with it but really it's like the dumbest shit you can imagine and so it's like it, a woman hearing a word that makes her sad is rape because they're conflating it with any like if you say a sexual word to a woman that's offensive that's considered a form of sexual assault thus a form of rape thus rape like it's just just it's a complete horseshit but anyway i'm sorry no so, like i completely agree you know like you know she's calling it a comprehensive bill of rights right so where, where does shit. the common sense come in because you mentioned common sense where what is the common sense? I mean, it doesn't really go into, like, extreme detail, not surprising at all. Well, so, just... so what is it? She's saying that rape survivors aren't getting enough money, and so they want the government to give them but more I, money? I mean, basically, they're, like, she's claiming that that they're not getting their rape kits properly, they're not, they're not, they're not properly licensed, and uh, the medical information's not being given to them. They have, of course, the right, they don't want to have to pay for it. Right, they, all right, more free shit for women. And it's just give me free condoms, give me free this, give me free that, free, free, free. Yeah, it's, that, well, it's always about money. And it's just like hundreds. It's like I, I wasn't like expecting, and you know, things to get this bad because like I, I mean, I'm recently new to MGTOW, so okay, I didn't really, I'm, I'm kind of going through the, the red pill kind of rage part of it, the third part as you described it, uh -huh. and uh. When I'm hearing through all this, all these stories, like the, when, the guy who was just talking and all these stories and stuff, because I, I still like, well, not, not anymore, but like I used to not be able to find it hard to believe that, you know, like people could falsify this kind of thing, you know. Or, oh, you thought the law was supposed to be there to protect you? Yeah, I, I just. Oh, I, you naive uh, fool. <laughs> you're just was, you're just a wallet. You're just a workhorse yeah. for the gynocentric society. You don't matter as long as you pay your bills. As long as you pay your child support, they they could give a shit. Yeah, I'd pump out the kid and then she trashed me with the kid and now I have to start paying child support and God if I marry her or any woman at all, which is why I've basically stuck to abstinence now. I'm just right. I'm just it's just gotten me paranoid. I guess I guess once I get like used to it and like understand I'll stop being as paranoid as I am, but it's just it's just I'm just I don't know, I'm just struggling to deal with it. It's just I'm just I'm getting to that acceptance point, you know. It's just but I'm just Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to you got to protect yourself. And so every man has their line. 
where they basically determine that okay this is bullshit and I'm not I'm not gonna stand for this so this this isn't worth it isn't worth dealing with this sort of thing uh, so I'm not gonna deal with women anymore because you know the few minutes of sticky friction isn't worth this bullshit so that's yeah. just yeah something you have to determine as a man yeah and also uh, I was noticing cause I used to be in a in college for a little bit last year and um i had heard of i went uh, i was i heard of a, of, of a lot of you know sexual assault things happening campus you know we have the you know we get the sexual assault videos and stuff and then a lot of people were complaining about these certain cases and stuff like i shit you not there was this one case where this girl basically she, she lived in my dorm we had co-ed dorms Okay. Why we had co-ed dorms, but we had co-ed dorms. Well, because men are not allowed to have a male space. Women can have female-only spaces, but men can't have male-only spaces because that's sexist. If it makes sense, if you don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, but basically, uh, she basically claimed that um, she was being groped and harassed by uh, one of the boys who lived, who lived next to, lived next door to me, um, and I. I, I would have was talking to him, I was saying, you know, like, what's going on? You know, before I was, like, red and stuff, you know, like, she's, like, she's, she's claiming all these things, like, I'm, I'm raping her, and I'm, like, touching her and stuff, and I'm, like, doing all these things. I'm, like, whoa, dude, that's, that's crazy. You sure you didn't do it? Like, you're, you're going to, like, go talk to the counselor or something? And he's, like, I don't know what to do, man. And, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't really, like, ask him any more questions after that. And then right. two weeks later, he was expelled from the campus. Oh, well, yeah, college, college is a fucking... Um, it's not, it's, it's, men have absolutely no rights in college. You have, you have a right to remain silent and spread your butt cheeks and take it up the ass dry. That is your rights in college when it comes to sexual assault and rape. You are guilty until proven innocent. The woman doesn't need any evidence. In fact, and she's rewarded for lying. Not only are there no consequences for lying, she's rewarded for lying. And they're, they're seeking to expand these laws in Canada, John the other did a video about this, where if you accuse a man of rape or sexual assault, you basically can get out of your class if you're failing without having to pay a fee. Like, they're actively financially incentivizing women to accuse men of rape and sexual assault without any evidence. And then if, like, and then of course they're going to use that to say, oh my god, there's an epidemic of rape. It's, it's out of control. We need more funding. It's always about money. Everything's feminism is all about money. It's just a way to get more money from government to them. They just in rape because rape is effective. Just like the way everybody's racist. The reason why everybody's racist is because it's effective. It works. If it didn't work, they wouldn't use it. But because it works, they keep accusing everyone of racism. Crying rape works. So they're going to just everything is rape. Everything is rape. And the only time it will stop is when it stops working. But you're basically going to have to get to a point where people are just so tired of everything being rape that then nothing is rape. And then nobody gives a shit about rape victims, which is actually very sad for actual rape victims. But what are you going to do? This is one of those, like, boy, you cried wolf things. When everything is rape, then eventually nothing is rape. And then nobody gives a shit anymore. Like, right now, everybody's a Nazi. Everybody, you're all Nazis, you're all fascists. Eventually, people are just going to stop giving a shit. And then actual Nazis are going to like be able to openly be Nazis. And people are just so tired of being called a Nazi, nobody's going to stop them. So 
it's again this is like what children do you know you ever like had a child throw a tantrum and they're like oh you hate me you hate me bro and they throw themselves on the ground and they thrash their arms and legs back and forth that's yeah. what women do that's what feminists do they're children throwing a tantrum the way you deal with a child throwing a tantrum is you just don't well you don't give them what they want step one you can ignore them or you can just you know spank them whatever you don't give them what they want because then they're just going to keep they're going to do what works it's fucking retarded but i don't know it's out of control yeah i i'm just i'm, I'm honestly scared like i just it it's just 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 scary to me man like just it's just yeah <laughs> like i don't know how to like comprehend this because like i'm just I'm, i usually consider myself a very rational reasonable person thinking that you know fairness and oh, mutual yeah. benefit works out for people but oh it does you, it does on a but the society is not fair or mutually beneficial yeah and it's just when so, i'm seeing like things that i know is right like you know like yeah fairness mutual benefit, but it's just everything and everything just it's just shitting on that it's just yeah. no oh women 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 you're mm -hmm. a man you're a sexist pig, pig. You're racist somehow. You're yep. also probably a rapist by looking at me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's ridiculous. Well, that's kind of centrism. I mean, this is, you know, we didn't make it up. Despite what traditionalists accuse MGTOW of doing, we didn't make up gynocentrism. It's not the the MGTOW version of the patriarchy where it's a big bullshit system that doesn't actually exist. Nope. It's uh, we did not make it up. It is the way it is. I'm just wondering, like, did this, was this, like, I understand, like, it started with first, first wave feminism, like you explained, like, it was the when we gave the women the right to vote without them actually Well, them it actually started at the end of uh, arranged marriages. Like, you gotta think, you gotta go beyond simple voting. Voting is simply when women take the society past the point of no return, when you okay. can't change it. Like, because once women vote, you can't reform anything at that point. So, you're kind of SOL. But even before that, what gives, what creates gynocentrism is the intersection of female choice and male competition. So what happens is, is that uh, the three ways you could take away female choice and thus prevent gynocentrism is arranged marriages. And uh, basically the woman can't get a divorce, like divorce is just simply illegal. And then you punish adultery with death. So this way, the woman can't choose who she marries, she can't leave her marriage, and she can't even cuck her husband without risking death. Those are you, you combine those three, and you effectively have a good way to prevent gynocentrism by taking away female choice. So you, as you, if you go by that standard, you can tell that you know female choice has been around since long before women were given the right to vote. I mean, arranged marriages, uh, adultery laws, you know, divorce laws. These have been on the books for centuries. So that's really when the gynocentrist, and that's where we went from, that's when, that's called gynocentric traditionalism. We went from kind of a soft patriarchy to gynocentric traditionalism. That took a couple centuries, and then we eventually landed on feminism, which that started in the 1900s. So, it is what it is. TFM, I have a question from the chat. Um, it's from um, Groove Hunter. Okay. And he asks, um, TFM, how would you go about avoiding the bullshit on college campuses? All right, so what I did, I personally did this, is I went to school online. And I went to school, like, taking evening classes. Like, usually, 
a state college, like univer not not like um, you know UCLA, like University of California, but you go to California State University instead of UCLA, and they usually the state colleges, like the smaller state colleges that aren't the famous expensive ones, have really good online and evening classes. And most employers they don't know, like you, if you say UCLA or California State College or California State University, they don't know the difference. You know, it's they see California, they see university, they're fine. So you, you don't need to go to a traditional university and have to pay all those fees. So what you do is you go find a college with a good online program or a good evening program. And that's what you, and then you, you do that. So that's definitely, yeah. definitely something I should have done. Yeah, and then you, you basically avoid the SJW shit because when you go to school online or in the evenings, you're dealing with uh, you know busy professionals who they don't have time for bullshit. They usually have jobs and kids. Like they're going to school in their 30s. You know, they, they, they took time out to work in their career and now like, hey, I need to get my degree. You're not gonna find like these 20 some year old kids taking evening and online classes. They're gonna be in the college because they're trying to forestall being an adult. So don't even go to university. And then the other benefit of going to college online or in the evening is you can easily have a full-time job. Because when it comes to actually getting a job after college, experience is going to account for a lot more than simply, you know, what what degree you were in. So what you want to do is, you know, go to college online. You'll have a degree that's just as good as the university degree, and you'll avoid all the SJW bullshit. But then the other advantage is that you have job experience because while everyone else was in college living the college lifestyle you were uh you know getting maybe an internship or something like that in the industry that you actually wanted to work in so you're going to have a couple years of experience more than your peers who went to traditional university as well as having a degree that's just as good so it's winner winner chicken dinner you would you avoid the sjw bullshit you get college experience you get job experience and usually the online college programs from the state colleges are cheaper than going to college full time and you don't have to pay any housing or anything like that. So it's win 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 all the way down the, the chart. So yeah, online evening classes, cheaper state colleges, internships, job experience. That's that is really helpful. I did a whole series called Monkeynomics about it. I think there was Okay. <laughs> you Sorry, can check TFM. That out. Um so this is this is something that I was going to ask anyway, but um, okay. uh, Cold Hammer ninety nine brought it up, so you know I'm going to give this to him. There you go. And he asked uh, TFM, "Do you think the online colleges will make the real colleges collapse and go out of business? Then there will be no professors in the SJW studies." Um, maybe eventually. Like obviously, the internet has the capacity to put traditional colleges out of business because you could have instead of having you know these dipshit tenure professors who don't even want to be there you could have like the best teachers in the world make a youtube channel you know like khan academy where you could take lectures by watching youtube videos and then just write papers turn them in they can all be graded by an ai and then you pass your class and there's no teacher there's just you know a youtube channel and an ai grading papers now that think of now you may think oh my gosh that's the end of education think about how cheap education would be if that happened if all if all you had to do is pay for a YouTube channel and an AI bot neither of which had health benefits or anything it, college would actually be affordable again so you know what fuck the professors and their greed and they're like they think they 
don't have to actually get a real job. Fuck them, honestly. So I look forward to the day where traditional colleges are put out of business. That sounds that sounds like there's a lot of uh, potential in that as well. Yeah, and it's already been done. Like, you look at Khan Academy, where the guy teaches, like, math and stuff. Now, the difference is it's not accredited. The accreditation is what is makes it, you know, and colleges, obviously colleges don't want to uh, give up their, you know, their gravy train. So they're not going to want to accreditate a YouTube channel and an AI bot. But right now there's a huge college bubble where students are going into hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to get useless degrees that pay bullshit. So eventually, just like the housing bubble, people are going to stop and they're going to demand something change. And then you're going to see, you know, things like online YouTube channel based education with AI grading. That's going to be the future. We, ha we already have the technology. It's literally just the colleges and the SJW kind of, you know, government employees standing in the way. Just like, you know, uh, MGTOW 101 did this video about that Barcelona sex doll uh, brothel was shut down because the actual female prostitutes were threatened by it. So whenever someone tries to start some kind of online university, the real quote-unquote professors are going to be threatened by it, and they're going to want to shut it down. But as long as there's demand, as long as the people make demands, people are going – they're not going to get $100,000 loans for bullshit degrees forever. They're eventually going to just demand a better deal. So it's up to people. You know, People are going to just put up with bullshit until they stop when they finally have enough, and that's when things change. How long do you think it would actually take for that to, you know, happen in like a, you know, um, I'm, Well, I mean, I think the bubble's going to have to burst. So right now we're in like a college bubble, much like the housing bubble. It could burst next week. It could burst next year. Who fucking knows? So it's it's just going to depend on on a lot of that stuff. Okay, so I also have a, um, if I'm not like broaching on time here, I just wanted to um, ask, so... How would I like, as you know, I'm young, mm -hmm. I'm kind of you know a little bit antisocial. I'm kind of it's kind of hard for me to do this right now. But okay. uh, how would I like deal with? Give me kind of some tips on how to deal with like, like trying to just survive in this society that I'm in. Okay, well, MGTOW, being MGTOW is going to protect you from the vast majority of the worst aspects. You know, like because. The way gynocentrism traps men is through their sex drive, through associating with women, and then trapping them like that. So as long as you're MGTOW, you should be able to protect yourself from the most, the worst aspects of living in a gynocentric society. When it comes to your social anxiety, just stop giving a shit. I got, not giving a shit is the secret to happiness. Um, if you haven't watched my series, The Zen of Zero Fucks Given, I recommend that series. That'll kind of give you my perspective on how to stop giving a shit, but seriously, that is the secret to happiness, is just stop giving a shit. You'll find, and what, what did it for me is I went to war, and I just realized, like, most of the things we worry about in life aren't worth worrying about. Like, there's no reason to have social anxiety for, you know, petty bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I've, uh, I've been told that many times, you know, just to, just to stop giving a shit, just stop caring. Well, well but stop. if you... You watch the series. I actually break it down. So there's, it's more than just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's like telling someone just get better, you know, get good, noob. You know, that, that doesn't necessarily help. You have to have some kind of practical yeah, kind like of... Maybe, maybe, like, focus on the things that I enjoy and kind of, like, you know, building something around the things I enjoy and 
having that, like, you know, maybe build, like, you know, a career or something like that. It just makes something that do things that make me happy, basically. Right, exactly. That's exactly what you should do. That's what MGTOW's all about. Do what makes you happy. All right, then. Well, uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate coming on the show. It's nice All right. speaking to you. All right, dude. You take care. Watch. Hey, you sound like you're new to MGTOW, so yeah. yeah check out good. check out the Zen of Zero Fucks Given and my Monkeynomics series. They'll talk about college, investing, saving for the future, and the Zen of Zero Fucks Given will help you with your social anxiety. All right. Uh, thank or, you very much. Or just watch my entire back catalog. It's only 400 videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the time right now because yeah. I'm on like a little gap year. There you go. And thank you for what you do for uh, oh, your people. No problem. My, my pleasure. I'm happy to help. I'll try to become a patient student. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, if you're <laughs> you're a struggling student with money problems, don't worry about donating, honestly. Oh, no, no, no. no. Focus. Trust me, it's not. I can, I can definitely get okay. the $10. All yeah, right. Well, I appreciate it, but I don't I don't want anyone to feel guilty if they don't donate. No, um, no, no. This is just going to be just my way of showing appreciation. Okay. Well, I appreciate your appreciation. <laughs> thank you. All right. All right man, take care. Right, uh, TFM, I want to get rid of uh, some of these questions. All right, um, let's knock them out. Yeah, so uh, first question from uh, GPBMZ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah. that's, that's a name but right that's, there. That, that's his, yeah, that's his name. But, he, you know, he, he, he answered a very relevant question. He says, when will rape of males ever be taken seriously? Uh, hmm. well, it depends on by who. Like, uh, young boys being raped by men is taken seriously. If you're talking about the rape of men by women, probably never because of sexual dimorphism. So, you know, men are just perceived as not, they can't possibly be the victims of women because they're smaller and weaker than men. So, how could they possibly victimize men? So, it's just never going to happen. It would be like, imagine if uh, parents went to the police saying that their child was abusing them. You know, like you have a full-grown man and a full-grown woman complaining that their five-year-old child is abusing them because he has psychic powers and he's like possessed by the devil or something like that. Nobody would take them seriously because a child is smaller and weaker than their parent. So it's, it's that scenario where because women are smaller and weaker than men, nobody takes any kind of um, accusation seriously when somebody says they're an abuse victim. Okay. Um, the next question <clears throat> uh, is from Coldhammer99. He says, uh, TFM, did you see that the University of Texas just published an epidemic of rape on campus of one in six? There really was an actual rape murder. One case, though. Wait, hold on. I got, I'll be right back. Okay. So I apologize for uh, TFM. He, you know, he's probably seen a, you know, bush of uh, bananas and, you know, he needs to get fed. So please excuse him. He's just a monkey running the podcast. Can you hear a meeting? I can I can hear something. I can actually hear something. Wait. Zachaman 
guys if you have any questions please prefix it with a question and i will try to get it as yeah i'll try to get it answered as soon as possible um <clears throat> obviously um if the subject matter is uh you know a certain topic and you you talk about that topic in your question then i you know it's a lot easier for me to in you know inject it into the conversation but if you're talking about you know how big is TFM's ball bag, his left ball bag, then that's going to be a problem. I, I, you know, I'll probably have to, you know, insert it at the end. And why would you even want to know how big his ball bag is anyway? Like, chat, you, you're disgusting. Behave yourselves. <laughs> okay, yeah, Groovy Hunter, that's a good question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to log that. Hmm. Can you guys hear me well, by the way? Can you guys, can you hear, you can hear me well. Push one in the chat if you can hear me well. Two if you can't. All right, sweet. Man, what is this monkey doing? Like... This is the worst monkey ever. I can't believe I work for him. <laughs> Who pushed free? Someone ban anyone that pushed free. It's one or two. <clears throat> Guys, you know what I think? I think the feminists have found out where TFM lives and they've they've jumped him they they've kidnapped him I think we're all alone now question from Zach man seven six nine eight does he pay you in bananas no he does not pay me in bananas how dare you he pays me in milk and all right sorry about that cat litter fuck i'm sorry oh, guys hey, what, happened, what happened to you i just nature called and when nature calls you got to pick oh. up the phone and say i have a package for you okay cool. <laughs> sorry about that i'm really sorry guys we'll take that out in post Every yeah everyone welcome you know say you know welcome the monkey back so sorry i'm uh, yeah i'm sorry guys okay. right uh where were we then um oh you're, we're talking about um, questions. yeah, rape laws or something like that. Like basically, the the rape of men isn't going to be taken seriously because of sexual dimorphism. So no, we weren't. Yeah. We 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 moved past we, that question. Past that, it okay. Cold. It was it was cold. Hammer's question. He says, "TFM, okay. did you see that the University of Texas oh. just published okay. an epidemic of rape on campus of one in six? Yeah, I guarantee. I." I guarantee that the what they're using as rape is more than just rape. They're including rape and sexual assault, which also includes things like calling a woman a whore. 
like so if a guy calls a woman a whore that's sexual assault and thus right like i tell you that's what they do is they they over broaden the definition of sexual assault to mean anything yeah. and then they conflate it with rape and then they they take the entire statistic and say it's rape so it's clearly not it's, like the it's complete bullshit they they do these you know what is it the crime survey or whatever they track the actual numbers of rapes, and it's nowhere near what the feminists claim. So what they do is they just redefine the word. It's yeah, it's it like is, what they did in Sweden, isn't it? Where you know yeah. you look at a woman, you you know you touch her on the shoulder or something, and it's considered rape because she didn't consent. Right. Well, they're doing it everywhere. It's not just Sweden. Huh. It's they like it's what they were trying to doing with online harassment because before it was just cyberbullying. Well, cyberbullying sounds playful. You know, bullying is what kids do. So then they went from cyberbullying to cyber violence against women because, oh, now it's violence against women. Now you have to take it seriously. So they just constantly change the definition so that they get the results they want. So when, when one word, like rape works, rape is a word that gets results. So everything is rape. So just like everybody's a Nazi, and when Obama was president, everybody was a racist. Uh, now everything is rape. Everything, everyone's, you know, they're going to keep using what works until it stops working. So if you want the rape epidemic to end, stop taking rape seriously. Next time, we're like, oh, one in six women are getting raped. Good. Tell me when it's one in two. Tell me when it's every single woman is being raped. Then I'll give a shit. I'm like, oh, you're a misogynist. I'm like, yep. And I think. I think. Stop giving a the shit. The issue is though is when you say when you say to people stop taking rape seriously a lot of people get triggered don't, don't well yeah it. well no but give it five years super triggered right give it give it a few years right now i mean the whole everything is rape is still kind of fresh kind of like everybody's a nazi but you know after eight years of obama everybody called the racist now that trump's president everybody's a nazi everything is rape it's eventually just going to get old not now i'm not saying in 2017 yeah. but given in a few years people are just going to get rape weary they're gonna get tired of everything being rape. Like you're gonna, you're just gonna offend a woman. She's gonna cry rape. And the sooner people just stop giving a shit, the sooner the the madness stops. But such is life. They're they're gonna, you know, women. It's like you don't listen to what women say because women will just say whatever gets them the result they want. So right now, rape or crying rape or using the word rape gets them results. So everything is rape. What's sad though is they're not thinking long term. When you keep kicking the language up to the next level, eventually you can't go any higher. Like when people are tired of hearing about rape, what do you go to next? Where do you possibly go from everything is rape? You know, at that point, you're kind of like, you know, like you can't go any higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. So then no one's, everyone's just going to stop caring. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, bring in our next guest. Uh, goes by the name of. Dirty Rich, and uh, well, Dirty Pigeon. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't like to be called Dirty Rich, even though he called himself that. But um, he he says, for those men who can't limit their interactions with women or would like to see women around them be held accountable for their actions, is navigating the court or public social opinion a viable option rather than trying to get justice via a court of justice? Um, like using social media and the court of public opinion, that that could be viable. The problem is, hang on a um, second. Um, he's having one second. Okay. Uh, right. No, his mic is. Uh, oh, I uh, thought. That, I thought are you there? I thought this was just a question. Okay. No, 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 no. He's he's a guest. 
Hey! Hey guys, hey. thanks for hey. having me. What's going on? Long time listener, first time caller. Alright, well welcome to the show. Thanks. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure if you've, um, if uh, Kat has read out the question. Um, yeah, no, um, so basically mm -hmm. my, the way I look at it is, you know, public opinion is good, but women, you know, in a gynocentric society, you can't change the fundamental dynamics. So, you know, the court of public opinion favors women even more than the legal system. Like, the only, really, you're, it's, you're in a no-win situation, because this is why women use the court of public opinion. They use it precisely because, you know, it's easier to manipulate. Whereas, you know, if you actually had to go to a court of law, you would at least have to make your case. You would at least have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, conceivably, for now. Right. But, you know, yeah. in the court of public opinion, like, you look at what's-his-face, James Dean, the porn star... He had a girlfriend who basically accused him of rape, never pressed charges, basically just an accusation on social media, and got his career ruined. Because, you know, even though there was absolutely no formal charges brought, the fact that it was there was an accusation on social media, that was enough to end his career. So, you know, the court of public opinion is even worse for men. Because all a woman has to do is say, he raped me and everyone will believe her. Like, no evidence, even less evidence required. In fact, and then the the punishment, unlike a court, like a woman has to take you to court, a judge has to deliberate and, and issue a sentence. When it comes to public opinion, your career just ends. Somebody Googles your name and it says, oh, you're a, ra you're a rapist. And there's nothing you can do about it, even though it's a lie. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with any of that. Um, the reason why um, it's come up is because... Um, uh, also, just to know, I'm yes, I'm one of another one of those dirty Caribbeans. I don't. I, I never no, called no. you a dirty. You said it, not me. No, I'm, I'm. I call myself a dirty Caribbean. Okay. Am I like? Um, am I like big yeah. in the Caribbean? Is it like a David Hasselhoff Germany thing? <laughs> Apparently. So, um, but um, it, again, um, uh, it, it came up because um, I'm in my thirties now. But back when I was in uh, university. Um, I was actually accused of um, uh, raping a girl. Well, she didn't say rape; she said sexually assaulting her. Mm, okay. And, um, I managed to get. Uh, at some point, it turned into rape, and I managed to get it pretty, shut down pretty quickly within about a week and a half or so, and actually ruined that girl's life pretty much. And to this day, um, pretty much by navigating the social circles of women and getting women against her. Um, so I'm not. Uh, I'd like to share that story with the guys, and sure. hopefully, hopefully, someone. If this unfortunately happens to someone, maybe yeah. it can help them. Maybe not. Well, yeah, I was falsely accused of rape myself, so we can swap war stories. Yeah, yeah, we can shoot the shit. I don't mind. So, um, uh, where to begin? Um, so this was about uh, maybe twenty two thousand and seven. About 2007, and um, about my second year, in my second year of university, um, I met this girl at uh, a university mixer, like a, a club, not a nightclub, but a, an event um, on campus, but the second campus in the UK. And at this point, I was fairly well known, not 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 popular, but people knew my face and. 
I didn't have a reputation for sleeping around, but people knew who I was, and they they could spot me out of, uh, out of a crowd. And at some point, I meet this girl. Um, I'm with my friend. I've known this guy. I, I had known this guy for at least um, since eighth grade. So I knew this guy at this point for a good maybe seven, eight years, which is going to become important later. So I'm with him, his girlfriend, and meet this girl. We shoot the shit. Me and the girl hit it off. Take her back to my friend's place, um, who lives on campus. I don't live on campus. We do our business, and I'm thinking, great, perfect. I finally get laid after um, a year of being single. Sorry, uh, Dirty Pigeon, sorry to cut you short yeah. there. Um, TFM, I'm mm. getting a lot of, um, you know, chat saying that um, your in-game sound is too loud. Oh, I, okay. Well, let me let me turn it down. Can I thought. Please do that. Yeah, I turned it down pretty. It's because of the the uh, tank. So, yeah. all right. Let me turn it down to five. Okay. Um, Dirty pigeon, please hold that thought. I apologize for cutting you short. It's all good, my friend. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's it's down now. You should be able to talk. I turned it down to five. Okay. Is cool. that? Um... How's it now? No, I could hear you the whole uh, time, but I okay. guess the explosions from me firing this tank is just too much. Okay, so um, so uh, I do my business with this young lady. I'm thinking everything's all jiggy. It's the first time I've gotten laid in a year since I broke up with my girlfriend the prior year, and shoot the shit, and it's fine. The me being a social butterfly at this point i'm getting messages on my bbm and i'm just talking to friends so blackberry messenger we didn't have okay any all right so people are responding instantly and when they when i send a message there's a little r that pops up when they've read the message so i know people have read the message right and uh the next day uh later on that night one of the girls from the other campus call me, calls me up and tells me, hey, uh, Pigeon, uh, there's a girl saying that you raped her, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, what in the living fuck? Like, how, how is this even possible? I start right. messaging around everyone I know, complete silence. No one says anything, right? Um, I'm in a group of like 15 people, no one's responding. They've clearly read the messages because I see the R next to all of their names. Another day goes by, by the Sunday, no one's still not talking to me. I'm calling everyone, everyone's just distancing themselves from me. And at this point, I'm my head's going into a fucking shit. Um, I've already had negative shit happen to me already. I already saw a case back where um, this guy was in jail for half a year because these three girls uh, accused him of raping them and choking them. No, no, I think it wasn't raping them, but the three girls lied that, they, that he had choked them and that same law had him registered as a pedophile. Right. Right, so I, I, I'd seen that stuff and at this point I'm like paranoid as, as hell, right? So... When this happens now, no one's still not talking to me, and I'm thinking, okay, my life's over, and I, I don't ask me why, but 
I thought it was a good idea that I should probably just kill myself. Mm. So I go down to the bridge and and I just stood there and I was going to jump. Um, I stood there from about 11 o'clock until the sun rose up and I pussied out. I didn't have the balls to kill myself. I just stood there crying to myself, right? And by the end of it all, I was so angry, I wanted to destroy that girl. I wanted to fuck her life up and kill her, but um, I wasn't an alpha guy. I had a lot of bitch traits. I had a, I had a lot of female traits and very friendly and cordial, you know, and I would gossip. So okay. at some point I said, um, okay, I'm going to try and life, right? Because I, I didn't want to kill myself, clearly. Um, so I, I figured, okay, how can I, how can I get this girl back in a way that people are actually going to punish her? Because I clearly seen that no one's gonna, no judge is going to put this bitch in jail, right? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, can I swear? Is, is that yeah, okay? I don't fucking care. You say whatever the fuck you want. Okay, so um, I'm 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 plotting and scheming to myself now. Okay, okay. how can I put this bitch in, like, ruin her life in a way that's meaningful to her? Because a judge isn't going to do it. And it hits me that I need to get other women to really attack her. If I can get other women to attack her, then everything will be fine, right? And maybe I can get out of this clean. So I go to, I go directly to the guy's house, my friend that saw her, met her and spoke with her. I go to his house and I try and get him on my side and his girlfriend's there. But the goal is to get the girlfriend on my side. Okay. Right? Now, I go there and my friend sells me out. He's distancing himself. He's saying to me, oh, I don't know if I can do this, man. The rape isn't cool. Um, this isn't a good thing. It's really bad for mm. you. You're not, you're not serving the gynocracy. It, he gives me the whole fucking spiel and the girlfriend is saying nothing. And at this point, my blood is boiling. So I start appealing to the girl and I start, I start saying every bitch thing I could think of saying that this is going to affect my mother. I'm the youngest of four, uh, of four boys. My mother wouldn't, isn't going to have anyone to take care of her. because My brothers are, uh, are a shit show. She's a single mother. I pulled every string I fucking could for with this girl. And something I, I, that I said along the way got her teared up. And she starts pleading with the boyfriend to help me. So my friend that I had known for almost 10 years didn't help me until his girlfriend pressured him into doing it. Right? Okay. So then the girl, so, so then finally they get together and I show her some of the messages that the girl had sent um, that proved um, what she said before and after. So if I had raped her, then this was what happened. And I made sure to never say I raped her, right? I made sure to never say the word rape. I just said, I didn't touch her like that. Okay. And I made it very clear to sort of word everything as sort of very loose and vague as possible so that I could have some deniability if something uh, comes back to me, if that makes any sense. Okay, so you had how this master plan work out for you? Uh, it's at, at first it, it it didn't work at all. It, right. it didn't work. So um, 
we started talking to some of these other girls, getting them on our side, and it didn't work. Um, no. The girls weren't really responsive. They were oh. just all distancing themselves. They were just well, like, why? Why would they risk their own reputation to help you? Bingo. Right. Bingo. That, that's exactly it. And right. It wasn't, it wasn't working. Yeah, I could have told um, you that. So that so that plan went out the window. It shook the ship. Um, right. What did ended up working? It was about midweek. Um, a friend of a friend of a friend. Long story short knew the boyfriend right and managed to secure that boyfriend's number and we got the number and we had a meeting between me my ex-friend um and the the boyfriend and one of his friends so all four of us sit down at this pub and we start having a conversation the boyfriend's okay. pissed he's coming at me saying yo you raped my girl and the rest of it mm-hmm after it all dies down and we start talking, I explain to him my version of events. He's still saying that I raped her. Um, I explained, I started going into detail at some point because I was just like, fuck it. Um, I threw my plan away at this point. Mm-hmm. And I described how we had sex. And something in that description of how we had sex, the guy's face just completely shuts down, turns red. And all he keeps saying is, I can't believe he did our thing with you. Not again. I can't believe she did our thing with you. Not again. And he's just repeating this shit like an autistic child. Right. I can't believe she did it again with you. And um, Apparently being raped was their thing. They had like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing. It, it's going to make sense in a moment. But okay. the friend calms him down. And it turns out that wasn't the first time that she had accused a guy of raping her mm. after they after, had sex. After they had, yeah, so this is actually very common. Like, they, they found that the main reason women lie about rape is for an alibi. So they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. They get caught, and they just accuse a guy of rape uh, to try to get out of the consequences. That's how childish women are. They will throw a man's life in the shitter to avoid the smallest consequences for their own behavior. It, 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 it was pretty impressive like and yeah. um i'm sitting there and i'm just shocked i'm like this this can't be this can't be real but he goes he after at some point the friend calms him down and he says yeah um this has actually happened before he starts sharing the message the messages and we get him to send all of it to the female friend the, the my ex-friend's girlfriend okay he sends all of it to her and we get her to send it to some of the girls that know that that girl's friends, right? Okay. Because because although my plan had failed and none of the women um, got on my side, it turned out that during that time they had started interrogating her and asking her what actually happened, and they of course they believed her story. Right. Right. But the point is, she had told a story that I wasn't aware of. Okay. And and that's what really fucked her. Because between the evidence that, well, okay, so this evidence is not admissible in court whatsoever. Right, no, yeah, you can't, you know, what's funny is a woman's word is admissible in evidence, but if you, like, have emails or something that prove your innocence, like, there was a guy who, he had videotape showing the event, basically exonerating him, but because of some state law, it was inadmissible. So he clearly was innocent, but oh, that's inadmissible evidence. So it's just her word against yours, 
And, oh, she has a vagina, so have fun getting ass-pounded in the shower room. Even though you have evidence to exonerate you. That's, welcome to gynocentrism. Yeah, and um, what I actually found, what I would find out later, a couple of um, in a lot of cases, at least in the UK, what the evidence that we had gathered would actually be dismissed in court yeah. because of how we acquired it. Right. And, um, but anyway, so we give it all to the friend. She gives it to some of the friends of the girl. And over the next couple of days, it just turns into a complete shit show on, on our Black Mary messages. Um, she starts changing her story from that. It turned within a couple of days. It went from um, he took me back home and we were just talking and then he raped me to, oh, he forced himself on me to, oh, what actually happened was um, we were just dancing on the floor and then uh, we were going to have sex. But then I changed my mind halfway through. And between those three events, we had tons of messages about her past about what was happening before and after from my messages and the girls they started losing their fucking shit right okay because um between all of this what happened was we found out another another one of the guys between all of this dirt slinging and i didn't come out clean by the way i'll, I'll tell you what happened about me but okay. between all of this mud slinging we found out that she, one of the guys, um, who was a friend of a friend, got wind of all this sexual allegation stuff, and he came out and said, "I banged her too." Right. Right. Uh, and then, and then that guy gets in on this and is admissible in court, by the way. So he right. comes out and says, "I banged her too," and I think he, she also banged this other dude, who has a girlfriend. That girlfriend goes on a complete vendetta against her. And it's actually that girl that is responsible for me getting off the hook on all of this because she went out of her way to turn all of the women against her. And by the end of that week, she was so shamed in our university that she quit, dropped out, and actually went back to uh, her own country, so Colombia. Right? Yeah. Okay. And I wasn't, I, I didn't come out clean in all this. Um, during all this whole shit show, um, a person that I thought was a friend ended up telling other people that I was into hentai, which is true. I like spanking my shit to some of these, you know, cartoon girls. Believe okay. it or not, that was used as a, as a reason why I most likely raped her. Right. Well, there are people in MGTOW who accuse anyone who's into anime of being a pedophile. Because they don't like it. Thus, if you like anime, you're a pedophile. How? No, because they don't like it. You don't understand. They don't like it. That makes no sense. It makes makes sense if you don't think about it. Just just don't think about it and it makes sense. That's one of the most retarded things ever. And and, and at at the time, it was, oh, and this was coming from the girl's mouth. I was getting heard this, uh, I was getting told this by a third-hand information. So okay. some of this stuff isn't going to be accurate because it didn't come from the boyfriend. It came from like other people in the group chats. But um, somehow, because I'm into hentai, somehow that means I'm into you know Japanese rape stuff. Therefore, mm-hmm. I'm more likely to rape. Right. No, it it, may, it makes sense if you don't think about it. So 
I'll just leave it at that. So yeah, um, a couple other things come out that um, so my sexual endeavors start coming up. Uh, someone actually went and spoke to my ex girlfriend and asked her if I had ever been aggressive towards her. And thank fuck, she went out of her way to say no. Nothing ever happened. Pigeon was an absolute gentleman. Aside from being a dick now and again, you know, with his thoughts, he was an absolute gentleman to me. Don't you dare say anything bad about him. And also, if she didn't say if she didn't say that and came to come to my defense, I would have been completely fucked. Yeah. So you know, like, well, this is the only defense in a gynocentric society is to have women on your side like this is why you know these simpson manginas they try to get women on their side because that's the only thing that protects you like this is why if you're a single man and you want to adopt a child because you just want to be a father but you don't want to be married you're you're just an assumed pedophile but if you are married oh of oh he's fine he's married he has a woman to vouch for him so he's a good man but if you don't have a woman to vouch for you oh everything if a woman says you're a piece of shit and you don't have another woman vou vouching for you, yep, you're guilty because you're a man. That's gynocentrism in a nutshell. And unfortunately, most guys, they can't, they don't have like a, a conspiracy of girls. They can't like out mean girl their accuser because, and they're a guy, you know, they have nobody that will back them up. So it yeah, you know, and, um, sucks. Even though, even though I'd say I'm still a social butterfly, um, I wouldn't really advise what happened to me. I wouldn't. I'd say first and foremost, you should be keeping women at arm's length anyway. Generally speaking, my I, I agree. So you shouldn't even be in my arena of issues first and foremost. But if you do get into that issue, and you do get accused, you're going to need women to get you off in any sense, even if it's a female lawyer, if it's a females that are trying to submit evidence. You're going to need that. But since that day, so that was, uh, I think maybe 2008. So that was almost 10 years ago. Um, what the places that I work, I consistently keep women sort of, I don't zone them out, um, but they consistently think I'm gay. And my answer is usually some playful rephrasing of sure, whatever. And I'm not opposed to it. In fact, I somewhat egg them on that I'm gay. And um, because I found that it, it sort of it sort of smooths over a lot of issues. They, they, yeah. they tend to ask me less questions. They tend yeah. to leave me alone more. They tend to. Um, yeah. Well, and if you're gay and you, you know, you you rebuff their advances, then, you know, the, you got to do what you got to do. So whether it's it's stupid wish it didn't have yeah, to be like, that way but it is yeah like i i would rather not have to do that but i've been doing this for like and it's 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 allowed me to get away with a lot of things that i absolutely not have been able to do if um i was still behaving straight because i've actually worked in a lot of female environments um although yeah. i'm in a stem field um, I'm constantly being placed next to marketing and I can tell you right now it's a fucking shit show working with women it's exactly how a lot of the MGTOW channels and even some of these PUA guys who I wouldn't really class as people I'd call them MGTOW 1.0 like these one, MGTOW 1.0 guys 
um, a lot of the behaviors that they point out is absolutely the 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 women they they really don't seem to have any sort of camaraderie. Um, it's very fickle. Um, there's no there's no shit test between the women of testing that relationship and then saying, okay, I'm going to ride and die with this female. It's just very fickle and shallow relationships. In fact, if you pressed me on it, I'd actually say that I I pity them um, because um, I'd say for some of us guys that meet another guy who's gone through a similar experience of some kind or gone through some sort of event, there is a much more um, stronger sense of camaraderie and I will physically fight with this guy to achieve this um, other goal. And um, being gay, or pretended to be gay anyway, um, has sort of, for me, got around a lot of the female bullshit for me. Yep. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily advise every guy do it. Say, um, well, if you're, of, if you're not dating yeah. anymore, like if you want to have an active sex life, obviously pretending to be gay is going to cause an issue when you actually try to have sex with a woman. Oh, um, here's the catch. Um, they, they've seen me have sex with other girls. They, they, they know I date other girls. Okay, but I, just, I don't know. Well, you should, sometimes me, they'll call you on that. Like, I thought you were gay. What to, why are you going out with women? But you I know, never said I was gay. And that's my that's been my answer repeatedly. Oh, I you never just, said I was gay. You just act like you're gay, like you come to work with a feather boa or, or what? No, I just, I just, I'm very, I'm just a very loud person in general. And I generally don't try to fuck girls. And that is enough to get you accused of being gay. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. If you... If you act like you're not interested in women, they just assume you're gay. And I don't say no, I'm not gay. I say sure. Okay. Um, um, okay, so do, do we want to wrap this up? Um, any last yeah. words from TFM or Dirty Pigeon? Um, yeah, no, I, I don't you think your, your story is interesting. My story is a little bit less Machiavellian. A girl accused me of rape, and basically I had to get on my knees and beg for forgiveness and beg her to take it back and she did so i wasn't like no charges were pressed i never really went i didn't go to court or anything um but it destroyed my social life like everybody knew i was a rapist even though she admitted she was lying and it was just because i called her a cunt so uh yeah that that's my story i didn't get a bunch of girls on my side but i wasn't in university either this was in high school so you uh i don't know whatever Women lie. What are you going to do? Shrug. So, right. For those guys, you know, um, if you do get into this sort of shit, all I can tell you, throw your ego out the window. Um, if you need to beg, beg. If you need to, you know, tell a few white lies um, to get someone on your side, you know, just do what you have to do, you know, because... Well, once but, it gets to the police, that's it. You're you're finished. Right, and then you know if if nothing else fails and you're in that dark place and you're considering suicide, bring a friend. I'm not going to say who, but bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, we have our next guest. Um, he goes by the name of uh, Gargoyle. And he wants to speak to you, and his question is, uh, being a 20-something young MGTOW and also dealing with my traditional Muslim family and a track 
con pressure they're putting on me as well as all of the cultural implications of Islam also as a lighter topic can we talk about <laughs> some enemy sure. also TFL people in the enemy community <laughs> this should right. be interesting okay this, yes. now. hopefully this will be fun hello gargoyle gargoyle give him give him 10 seconds so that right. he oh yeah the, yeah there he is he's 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 perking up he's doing it come gargoyle. on gargoyle. you can do it hello gargoyle gargoyle don't be that per like everyone's yeah. being cool don't yeah be well this time it was me because i had the irritable bowel gargoyle. hit me all of a sudden i'm the one who screwed up the stream this time gargoyle We we're going to talk about anime. Why do you have to take this away from me? Yeah. Come on, Gargoyle, you can do it. There's no, yeah, there's no Gargoyle. All right, well, there we go. All right, <clears throat> there Moving you go. On. Yeah, too, too, too bad, Gargoyle. Like, you know, the guy was just there five minutes ago, but whatever. Anyway. Maybe, maybe he had the shit too. Maybe there's something going around. You know what? The funny thing is, is that when I, I was messaging him, like five minutes ago and he was saying that he just came from the restroom so you know yeah. he doesn't have any excuse anyway our next guest is uh bull rush and um he would like to talk to utfm about his divorce and he would like to highlight the issues that he faced while going for it to other MGTOW men or just men in general so i'm going to pull him down okay. now one second Borush, are you there? Yeah, what's up? Hey, Borush. What's up, dude? Welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. How are you? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. Better than I deserve. Yeah, same here. Hey, man, uh, what what, what branch military are you in? Uh, Navy. Oh, shit. I was in the Marine Corps. No one's perfect, though, huh? No. Yeah, are you going to do the whole men's department joke on me? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Too cliche. Right. I actually got a, I got along with the Mar uh, Marines pretty well because uh, the Intel community, the Navy and Marines work together a lot. Yeah, they do. Uh, my grandfather is in the Navy too, so there you go. It's no big, no big deal. Cool. All right. So yeah, um, let's. You want to talk about your divorce? Yeah, man. I just want to let these younger guys know what uh, what to expect. You know, when they get into uh, marriage and stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's not it's not all roses. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's like preaching to the choir. I mean, what did you just get married because of the BAH? You get married to a woman you barely knew because the government was dangling money in front of your face? No, no, actually, uh, me and my wife we lived together for two years before we even got married. Uh, uh, well, you already common law married probably at that point. Uh, not not where I'm from. Uh, the the wife or somebody has to file for common law marriage in, in Texas. So uh, yeah, they. Uh, but yeah, she could have if she wanted to, but she didn't know enough about that. I didn't either at that time, to be honest. We were both young. <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, do you. Is that the end of the conversation? Like, was there something you wanted to talk about? 
No, no. It's just uh, so about a year or so ago, because like we've been having problems and stuff like that, and uh, and I, ba- I basically gave her an ultimatum that uh, either she can stay in our family in the house and change her behavior, or she can leave. And about mm-hmm. two weeks after that, I came home from work one day, and everything, like all her shit, was gone. Oh, there you go. She all right. Well, she listened. That's that's good. Yeah. Well, the only problem is I mean, we have a we have a daughter together, and she was about and she was six years old at the time. So, well, yeah. you know what can you do? I mean, honestly, it's like the, she's going to get custody, and you're going to pay child support. But what can you do? Yeah, we got a. Uh, we're still working through the divorce. We're ironing some stuff out. We have a. Uh, I do. I do have to pay her child support. It's uh, uh-huh. it's not that much. I think it's like three hundred a month because she ran. She maxed out our credit. Our credit cards. Oh, so you, she left. So you just have to pay off the credit cards. Yeah. So like for the next couple of years, I only pay her like three hundred dollars a month. Oh, wasn't that nice of them? Yeah, that was real fucking nice. And then uh, yeah, and but we share custody of our of our daughter. I get her one week. She get her. She gets them the next. I just couldn't what I couldn't believe those like because I, I, I was talking to my lawyer and stuff and he's like well that's the best deal you're gonna get and I'm like why do I have to pay her money to because, take care of our daughter because vagina I mean I don't have to pay her alimony or anything like that because they don't really right you're, so why, why if you have 50 50 joint custody why are you paying her child support exactly because that's what I was saying because vagina I guess so because like he, the way he worked it out was like the basically what what he was what my lawyer was saying was that because she does not make as much money as you you have to pay her money because you make more than she does and I was like well why do I have to pay her more money because she made bad mistakes and didn't get a good job when she had the chance to fuck her right well it doesn't matter because she has a vagina so her, yeah. she, has, she has a vagina, so she's entitled to being taken care of. Yeah, I even uh, I actually had even uh, talked to my lawyer at the beginning to even get full custody of her. He said that's not going to happen unless you can prove. Yeah, you'll that, that you, she's a drug dealer or some shit. Yeah, the way it works is she because of the tender years doctrine, she gets sole custody, um, basically by default. The only way you get fifty fifty yeah. joint custody is if she fucks up. And to get sole custody, she basically has to have a history of child abuse, drug addiction, jail. Like you have to basically procreate with a hooker who's like a to- like. If you just procreate with an average woman who just is a shitty parent, the best you're going to get is fifty-fifty joint custody because vagina. If you're if you're looking for some kind of logical, rational reason why women are preferred, there is none. It's just vagina. Yeah, I blame that on the court systems and stuff, though, man, because that's, that's fucking crazy. Well, yeah, but who who elects the politicians which appoint the judges and pass the laws? I thought it was men, but I guess not. Nope. Shit. Well, women are the majority of voters, so who are the politicians going to listen to? But haven't, haven't they preferred women since, like, a long time ago? Like, the past 50-plus years? Yeah, 50-plus years. That's really not that long ago. That's not like ancient history. That's just fifty years ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean fe- feminism's been around for over a hundred years. Yeah, 
I was going to ask if you think that's that's the main reason, but that is, that. yeah, that is, yeah, women getting the right to vote. That's what opened the floodgates, and now all the laws are getting worse and worse for men. Welcome to gynocentrism. So, do you think it could be changed in our lifetime? Uh, sure. Just take women's rights away. But aside from that, nope. That's it. Just take take their voting rights away. Uh, yeah. As, well, that's just a start. You can't end with taking their voting rights away. You got to take all their rights away. Well, not all of them. They can have, you know, they can have the rights that children have. You know, like <laughs> you, you shouldn't be able to like murder them on demand and rape them and beat the shit out of them. You know, they should have the same rights that children have. Yeah, I, I'm not a monster. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's just, it's just, it's just a fucked up situation. No, now having said that, do you think I'm a monster? Do you think that's like way out of left field? Like I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of my mind. Uh, not really. I don't think the, I don't think the uh, relinquishment of, of women's right to vote is gonna go over real well, if at mm -hmm. all. Well, go over well with whom? Women? What are they gonna do the, about it? With our society, it's not gonna happen. Right, there's, but it's not the women. The women can't do anything about it. There, there's too many manjanas out there, bro. It's not going to happen. Bingo. Bingo. You, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. It's not the women that are going to enforce gynocentrism. It's the manjanas. But yeah, everything everything else is... Uh, I mean, it's just crazy because 50, 60 years ago, we didn't have this kind of issue. Um, no, we did. Uh, it's been... It, it builds on itself. Like everybody has a line. There's a certain line where until the laws get so bad, they don't even notice there's a problem. And then there's another line where the laws get so bad that men just check out and they say, fuck it. And then there's a line that things get so, so bad that men actually rise up and begin slaying motherfuckers. But until we reach that third line, things aren't really going to change because even though things are bad, the average man, like the average man, be like, you know, I can understand why men are going MGTOW. I understand why men are walking away from marriage, but they haven't reached the point where they're like, we need to take women's rights away. Like we need to rise up as one and slay some motherfuckers. We haven't even reached that line yet. I don't know if we're ever going to reach that line. I don't even know if it's physically possible to reach that line with the average guy. I think the average guy is just too gynocentric to even yeah. ever reach that line. So we're stuck with line number two, where you just do what you can. Yeah, I agree with that. It's uh, I was talking to one of your guys earlier. He's just, he just can't. Someone cut out there. Yep. And it I, wasn't it, me. It, it, it wasn't me. TFM. Someone cut. Yeah, his his internet is kind of shit. Okay. Um, we'll give him a couple seconds, then we can move on. Yep. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, you're yep. back. Uh, I accidentally hit the mute button. My uh oh, bad. oh, it happens. At least he didn't leave for five minutes to take a shit in the middle of a show. Yeah, who does that? God I damn. don't know. It's, a, it's very unprofessional. But it was either that or shit my pants. So, wow. I, I thought it was one of those kind of lesser of two evils things. Yeah, I mean, and the thing about it is, man, it's like I'd like to get married again, but mm -hmm. the thing is, it's just. I mean, the deck is really just stacked against you as a man. Right, I agree. That's kind of centrism. So yeah. So what? I mean, what? I mean, are you saying that you would get married in a 
a better environment. Is that is that what you're saying? Well, I'll tell you what. If, if first off, if they roll back uh, no fault divorce, that would help a lot. You know. Okay. Well, okay. So your is your line. What kind of decade would you like to return to? The 1990s, the 1950s, the 1700s. What kind of what are we talking about? At what I don't level? I don't. I don't know because I I never lived in the 1950s or the 1700s. I didn't know. Well, how. You, well, you look at the waves of feminism. The first wave feminism was the like 1800s to 1900s. The second wave feminism was the 50s and 60s, and third wave feminism started in the 90s. So, um, you know, would you have gotten married? Because no fault divorce was around pro- like since the end of second wave feminism, but also yeah, that's when abortion and the, end, and the, end the of 1960s beginning of 1970s was the right. implementation of no fault divorce. Right. I mean, I think, I think if you got to get divorced from, from your spouse, you have to prove uh, a good reason. Like, or just, you don't get shit. You don't, there's no cash and prizes. You want out. There's the door. Yeah, exactly. But, I think you should roll back. No fault divorce and alimony needs to go out the fucking door because this is ridiculous. Because right. women women are more than able to have a career and make their own money now, and there's really no, you know. Well, but yeah, but it was, it was a privilege they enjoyed, and now they don't want to give it up, even though it's now kind of an anachronism of a bygone era. So, I mean, uh, But women are the majority of voters, and you're never going to get them to agree to giving up their privileges. And why should they? Oh, but of course not. They're talking about expanding paid maternity leave and free tampons and free everything like they they just want more and more shit and the government keeps giving it to them so why would they ever stop demanding more free shit i don't understand the free tampons why do you have to have free tampons because they can if look if you were 51 percent of the population and about 55 percent of the voter base in a democratic society you can give yourself anything you have a majority you can vote for whatever you want doesn't matter how stupid it is doesn't matter how it doesn't make any sense. You just find a way to rationalize it, and you demand it, and the politicians who want your votes are going to give it to you. So free tampons, free health care, free daycare, free maternity leave, free rape kits, free uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like the, the, It's just going to keep getting worse until men reach that line where they say enough. Because as soon as men stand up and say enough... There's nothing women can do to stop it. It's like if men just said, you know what, you can't vote anymore and we're not going to listen to you and you have no rights anymore and all these laws you pass, they're gone. What are women going to do? Are they going to take up arms and fight for their freedom against men who are bigger, stronger, smarter and actually create, invent, design and build all the guns and weapons? Women would not have a snowball's chance in hell if they actually took up arms and fought against men. So the only reason why all this bullshit is happening is because men enforce it and allow it. So as soon as men have enough, it stops. Men are their own jailers. So the pain will continue until men decide they don't want it anymore. And then it stops. Just like well, that. When's going to be that breaking point, you think? Like, what's going to have to happen in society? In society? Society? Yeah, a lot of people are going to die. There's going to have to be a social collapse. A lot of people are going to die. Um, probably something somewhere between uh, Venezuela and The Walking Dead. I'm guessing that that level of collapse, and then the average man will kind of realize shit's not working, and then the average cuck will just kill themselves and die, and then the world will not mourn them because it's their fault. Everything's so fucked up. But the uh, you know it is what it is. 
It's just it's not gonna it's not gonna change until things get really bad. Yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty fucking sad situation, though. I mean, to get to get that bad. Yep, and a lot of people are gonna have to die. Unfortunately, like I've thought about this. I've really reasoned this out. I thought if there is some way to save the system, the problem is even if you you would have to convince. A huge majority of men, to, you have to red pill them, and you have to get them to stand up and basically just reform society without women's consent. Just you know, just take control, and then, but then when you account for all the cucks and the manginas and the white knights who would vehemently oppose you for trying to do that, you realize there's no way this is going to work. There's no way to stop the collapse from happening because the cucks and the manginas won't let you stop it. They're going to defend gynocentrism until you hit the wall at full speed, and then a lot of people are going to die. And then maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, things will get better once the riffraff have been taken care of, essentially. Yeah, I agree with uh, Jim's angry bites. They do have to desperately need men. Right. Well, yeah, societies can't exist without men. That that's I did a video called The Myth of Male Power. Or, well, no, what was it? It was uh, Magical Thinking and Male Power, but I was responding to a Warren Farrell... Uh, quote talking about the myth of male power thing is is men don't need women for much beyond sex that's why nature gave men such a powerful sex drive because it's the only way they would get men to associate with women and well yeah i mean even to take that further i mean just for example i mean you know i, I was driving down my down my road up past my uh, neighborhood and, and they're widening the road and i look around i'm like all you see are men working right with, with, right well you know, there's no air conditioning there's no calls for uh, diversity in dangerous, dirty w work, you know, disgusting jobs. Nobody, There's no calls for diversity there. They only want diversity in the air-conditioned, high-paying jobs. Yeah. But, then, but then women want to take years off to have kids and still be hired at the same rate, receive the same pay as men who have more experience and who are more reliable workers because they're not leaving to go take care of Susie. So it's just, it's a complete shit show. But of course, it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter if it's completely illogical. All that matters is that women want it and they're the majority of voters and it's a democratic society. So they're going to get what they want. So there's, this is why, this is why the men's rights activists failed. It wasn't because their arguments didn't have merit. It wasn't because their sources weren't impeccable. They knew what they were talking about. They did all the citations. It was all very well presented. Their arguments were flawless. And yet, no laws were reformed. The laws have only gotten worse. And that should yeah, tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that next question because I was, because uh, I've been on a lot of men's rights activist sites and stuff like that and doing some research on it. It seems like they're not really making headway into society and stuff and trying to change people's ideas. Nope, they never will. It's not not for lack of trying. Not for lack of trying. It's just that, um, you know, a democratic society, that's how it works. That's how the cookie crumbles. If, if we had some kind of society built on who made the best argument, you know, like the best argument won, and that's how government was created, and that's how, you know, it was like the philosopher kings... We wouldn't have gynocentrism. We wouldn't have feminism. But that's not how government works. It's not based on who makes the best argument or who's 
Uh, you know, and this is why the founding fathers built these different branches of government and the Constitution, and all these protections, is because they knew that these laws were bullshit, and they, they knew that you know, if people 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 were corruptible, and they would demand their self-interest, and they would fuck over the whole country. So they put in as many protections as they could, but they've all been overturned because of the women's. Uh, fair point. So, I think my question is now that I'm divorced happily, what what should be my next steps, do you think? Okay, so what do you mean, like, you need to, like, uh, kind of your whole, I, I'd like to get married again. You probably need to put that out, though, take that out the pasture and put a bullet in its head. <laughs> Just yeah, do, okay. Um, fair enough. But... Beyond that, you know, if you're talking about rebuilding your finances, I did a series called Monkeynomics. If you're talking about reforming the laws, you know, I would advise you just to, again, put that out of your mind. It's not going to happen. My, my advice is simply to try to rebuild your finances as best you can. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your freedom as much as you can. Obviously, if you're paying child support to your ex, that's going to be limited. But do what you can to enjoy your life. Pursue your passions. And just prepare because, you know, this society is not going to last much longer. I don't know if it's going to last one generation, two generations, how many decades or years. But, you know, the entitlement programs that women keep expanding are going bankrupt. Uh, nothing is ever going to get people to actually change the laws because women vote and they're not going to allow any of these programs to be reformed. So we're going to hit the wall at full speed, just like Venezuela. And a lot of people are going to starve and a lot of people are going to die. So make sure you're not among them. You know, make sure you're prepared. That's the best advice I can give you. So what about uh, the old pump and dump scheme? Uh, yeah, so the pump and dump scheme, you know, PUAs are like, oh, yeah, you know, here's the problem. Uh, PUAs, because the laws for rape are being expanded where anything is rape these days, PUAs are being arrested for rape. You know, you game a chick, you get in her pants, you pump and dump, she cries rape, and you go to jail. So I would not advise pump and dump. I think being a PUA is now too dangerous. There was a time when being PUA was viable because you could get what you wanted from a woman. And now they've been empowered by the law to the extent that it's now too dangerous to be a PUA. So I would not advise pump and dump. Um, if you absolutely have to have sex with a woman... Um, yeah, I kind of do. Okay, well, you can get a... <laughs> you, 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 could, you could date get short-term relationships um there's a lot of risks i did a video on the um called gynocentrism and mutual benefit so just think about how much sex really means to you and i really honestly think it's really not that big of a deal but if you absolutely have to have sex with a real woman short-term relationships dating you could try pump and dump but if she's feeling vindictive about being played she can cry rape and ruin your life uh there's always call girls and massage parlors you know, if it's that important to you, and yeah, do what you got to do. That's kind of illegal. That's the other thing too. I think they should. I think they should uh, make uh, prostitution legal. Yeah, wouldn't that I be nice? You know why they don't do that? Because regular women would have problems. Mm -hmm. Because vagina. They'd have to act right. Yeah. They, well, they don't want the competition. Even in countries where there is competition, where there is. There is a prostitution. It doesn't make it like a paradise for men.
Yeah, man, that's about all I got, though. Okay. Unless you want to ask, ask some questions or anything. No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just some of these younger guys, man, I got. I have to say, just uh, be very careful. Don't stick your dick in crazy. And, uh, nope. you know, uh, be careful about what you get into, you know? Right. Uh, TFM, do you have any last words before we move on to the next caller? No, I think that's good. All right, man. Take care. All right. No worries. Get a bit bull All right. rush. All right. Thanks. Right. Um, TFM? Yes. Uh, our next caller is Gargoyle. Um, he oh, was having some okay. issues with his mic or whatever. All right. Apparently, um, thanks to Zong, he's uh, managed to fix them. <clears throat> but um, I'm, let me just go over his question again so that you're you're aware of it so he asks being a young 20-something MGTOW and also dealing with my traditional Muslim family and the trad compressors they're putting on me as well as all of the cultural implications of Islam also as a light lighter note can we talk about anime and okay. TFL people in the anime community sure right not? let's try all this right. again now right religion does have like a oh hello Oh, hello. Is it is it working? It is. It is working. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh wow. This is amazing. I can't believe it's working. Okay. So, hello. Hello. Um. Oh. Hey, I'm Gargoyle. Uh, maybe I just want to start a bit with how I got uh, introduced to MGTOW. Okay. Um. So I just had a relationship in high school that lasted about you know like high school four years and. Uh, by the end of it, uh, you know, she was cheating on me, and you know, I didn't really want to believe it at first. But uh, you know, it's it pretty much came to the point where I, I just had to. It was you know, it was pretty ridiculous. And you know, thinking back, I'm like, wow, I was like, I was really, I was really hoping beyond hope for this to not be the case. But you know, yeah, I was dumb. And after that, I just got like really depressed. Um, I was super depressed. And I didn't really know what to do. Uh, I gained like so much weight. I gained like 70, 80 pounds. Like I just became like obese, and yeah, I was just like extremely depressed. And I'm not sure exactly how it led to it, but I remember uh, the thumbnail for the video. It was one of Barbar's video. It had a picture of guts from Berserk. It's, a, it's an anime character, yeah. and I clicked it, and it was like it was my first MGTOW video, but I didn't really know what it was. And like after after listening, I just kind of like went deep into the rabbit hole, and like. Yeah, like it, that was that was pretty, that was quite a while ago though. Yep. Um, okay. And yeah, I just found your content and you know that whole "She'll Never Love You" video just like really opened my eyes. And I remember like probably my favorite uh, producer is uh, Truth Over Everything because he really encouraged me to get to the gym and like take off all this weight. Because I was go. like, because that was one of the things fatty? I was like, really, yeah, like I'm 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 Jack now, and like even I was at the gym just like a few hours ago, and like people were asking me like, oh, you, you tell me how many lose weight, how me get jacked. It was just, yeah, it's like totally different now. And like my whole outlook on life is just like so much better. I was just can't believe I had such bad one itis. I think like it's probably had to do with my age, but also it was like the way I was brought up. Like I guess that was one of the things we could discuss. But I was raised up in like a traditional Muslim household right. and. A lot of tradcon type stuff was just like put into my head and that's like just that after that breakup i just had to really reevaluate my life and like figure out what was important to me and my values and shit but 
Yeah. Right. Okay. So what is your question? Like how to deal with your, your Muslim family about why you aren't getting married? Um, yeah, that's like one of the big pressures they're putting on me now. I'm like okay. in my early twenties. Right. Well, ask them. Are they, I, ask them if they're going to pay the child support and alimony when you get divorced. <laughs> that, 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 that's easier said than done. Than done, and like, oh, they're, they're like, they're like, oh, where's our grandkids? Why aren't you married? Like, are you going to pay the child support and alimony? And they're like, oh, well, no. Well, then, then you can marry. Go. You, I mean, can't you take four wives in Islam? Why don't they take a have your dad take a second wife on your behalf so he can have more kids if he wants grandkids so bad he can take um, he could take the risk of alimony and child support yeah the thing is like the country we uh came from wasn't it's in like in the middle east it's like a southeast east uh, south south east wow southeast asian take country. all take all the time you need southeast asian yes <laughs> i'm sorry uh but yeah it's just not very traditionally muslim it's not the majority of people there are Muslim, but there are like some Hindus living there, and it's not like very Sharia law type Islam. Oh, okay, it's, it's it's pretty lax. All right, to be well, honest. Okay. All right, yeah. So, I mean, whenever family, you know, wants to pressure you to, and you can be like you. You want me to get married? We'll sign a contract so that any, if I get divorced, any uh, money I owe my ex-wife, you get to pay. And if you sign this contract saying you're going to pay any child support or alimony that I owe, then I'll get married. As long as you're assuming all the financial obligations if, the, if there's a divorce. Like, I'm serious. We'll sign the contract right now. You pay all the bills, and I'll get married and see what they do. They'll realize, oh, shit, I don't, I'm not going to risk my money. Like, well, then why would I risk mine? Yeah, the thing is they want me to get an arranged marriage, actually. So my parents were actually arranged married, and quite a big okay. age gap as well it's like i believe it's 10 years between my mom and my dad and my mom being younger and i don't i don't really know what they're planning they're just like hey we're you're you're about to graduate we need to get you married and like sometimes even my like my relatives and family friends they just joke about it like hey we're, we're gonna look for a girl for you and like it's just okay now just well what, what are the what are the divorce what are the divorce rates in your culture um you know recently it's actually been getting higher like we have a female prime minister and like it's kind of feminist can, kind of trend is can, taking off there so i assume women can vote in your country um right okay this the thing is I, I don't live in my country the that i came from i actually live in toronto right now <laughs> okay yeah don't get, so, don't get uh, don't get married in toronto and yeah, I, that's 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 what i was thinking it's yeah and don't like, now and if you're a culture like how long have women been able to vote in your culture um, for quite a while, actually. Like our, All right, our country so is quite like a hundred years, fifty years, ten years. Hey, like we have a female prime minister, man. It's like right. the equality is it's okay. kind of there. All right, so I think that it, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about how, if the laws are going to get better or worse for men. But like the thing is, like I, I feel like it's just I live in Toronto, so it's all the. All the crazy shit is like go I mean like ground zero for all this crazy feminist shit. Yeah. Even even though I live in a neighborhood where it's like I don't know like sixty percent Muslim or something, like it's just it's inescapable. Right. And the well there was a uh video I posted of this like Muslim uh community in France where the women when these reporters come they talk about how much they want rights, but they're afraid of the men in their community. The men in their community intimidate them. And but these these French reporters like oh they're they're so scared of the, of the men and it's so terrible, but the the Muslim women are just like the European women. They're not like some magical unicorn. 
So the only thing keeping these Muslim women in line is they're afraid of their men. But as soon as the men cuck themselves, just like the way Western men have, these innocent unicorn Muslim women will become just like the worst Western cunt women in the West. You know, it's just all women are like that. Women, but because it, again, just like I was telling the last caller, it stops when men stop it. Women will not stand up to men. If men collectively says this is how it's going to be, women aren't going to take up arms and fight against men. They're going to submit. They may cry about it. They may bitch. They may turn on the crocodile tears and hope some other country comes and saves them. But at the end of the day, they're going to follow if men lead. The reason why gynocentrism is so bad is because men aren't leading. They're, they're cucking themselves. Um. Yeah, so like the Muslim girls here, they are absolutely westernized. It's not... You know, they wear hijabs and stuff, but they are spouting all the feminist rhetoric. They're, you know, they're, they're pretty much Western women. They, there's no difference. No AWOL, man. It's just, yeah. I don't know how to deal with them. Oh, yeah, don't. Don't. I mean, this whole, like, oh, they're Muslim women. Oh, they believe in Allah. They're going to take be good wives for you. Nope. They're Western women. They are feminists. They have rights. You have no authority over them. Like, what authority do you have as a Muslim man living in Canada over your Muslim wife? Like, pretty much nothing. It's just... Pretty much like, nothing. Even... Right. Like, uh, you, quick, question. Like, I... quick question. Quick yeah. question. Do, do the Muslim women hold you to the same standards? Um, I'm, a, a lot of people are sort of asking that in the chat sort of thing. Like, you know, uh, what do you get out of it? So do, do they hold you to the same standards of, you know, being a man and... You know, being a strong Muslim, you know, you know, head of the household. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like? The shaming tactics, okay. they always come out, uh, you know, you're not, like, even, I'm not a very religious Muslim, like, you know, if you don't go to the mosque as much, and, like, if you don't, you know, they, they get really antsy about the halal haram shit, and it's just like, I don't know, man, they just, they're hard to deal with, and they're very, they're very loud, they're very vocal, and... You know, they're not submissive. You'd expect them to be submissive, but they're not. Can you I mean, smack them around? No, <laughs> it's Toronto, man. Like, what the? I'm gonna get fucking thrown in jail. So, yeah. So yeah, you have no authority over your. So who fucking cares what religion they are? You have. It's all about male authority. It doesn't matter what god they pray to. You need to have authority over women and your families, or there's no point dealing with it. And like even the women in the cobs, like the really like religious guys, like I don't know if they're into Sharia law or whatever, but like even those like wives are just like they're, they're allowed. And is I don't know, it's just everything that's been told to me is just it feels like a lie. Like you know everything about Islam and everything about like romanticism and just I I don't understand. Like how am I gonna deal with this shit? Quick question from the chat. Um, it comes from Cold Hammer ninety nine. And he asks the uh, uh, the guest, you go, girl, asks this guest from Islam. I mean, obviously, he, he needs to be a bit more tactful, but whatever. Ask the guest from Islam how quickly the men will become, quote, unquote, egalitarians. We already know that the women are awards. Um, by, if, by egalitarian, you mean like they pretty much give equal say to their yes, women? Yes, like... equal, yeah. Equal, equal rights for all, and you know, uh, everyone gets a slice of the pie, 50-50. Well, you pretty much have to here in uh, Toronto. It's just, you know, if you don't, then you're, you're a sexist, you're a misogynist. And, like, in my neighborhood, like, you'll get shamed for it. Like, absolutely. Uh, you know, the woman will speak out against you. He's like, ah, oh, you need to, 
you know, they'll, they'll tell you your, your mom, like, hey, you need to keep your son in check. They'll tell the husbands, like, or they tell the wife, like, hey, you need to keep your husband in check. It's just. So they tell yeah. the women they need to keep their husband in check? Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how to deal with it. Just... Can't you just, you know, do a little um, female genital mutilation? I hear that's like a thing. Dude, just, I live in Toronto. Just Toronto. You know, I mean, not saying be a barbarian. Use some like toenail clippers to show her who's boss. Yes! Yes! Be like, I'm All gonna right. use I'm gonna use these toenail clippers <laughs> on your clitoris if you don't shut the fuck up. What is she gonna do? I don't know how to explain it to you, man. I live in like the friggin' feminist capital. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just I'm just I'm messing with you, man. Obviously. You should not be getting married in Canada. I don't care what God she prays to. She's not a Nawalt. It sounds like the the Muslim women are they're basically Western women. Do they 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 might wear hijabs or whatever? That's really the only distinguishing feature. And in a generation or two, they won't even do that. Like think about these guys who got married, like right out of World War II. They got married in the forties, and then you know, the during second wave feminism, all the laws got worse. They didn't get like a grandfather clause where, oh, you got married in the 40s, so none of these laws apply to you. Even if you get a good Muslim woman, if the laws get worse in a few decades, which they will because women can vote, and that's just the trajectory of, of gynocentrism, um, you're not going to be exempt from these new shitty laws. You're going to be subject to them. And just, you know, you're a young guy. You're going to be alive for decades and decades and decades. And as the laws get worse, it's going to affect you. So just walk away. And if your parents have a problem with that, they can eat a bag of dicks because it's your life. Unless, I don't know, I'm scared they're gonna like disown me or something. Like, so, hey, so fucking what? Would you would you rather be a slave to some woman, or would you rather your parents disown you? Like those are your options. Pick. I would rather have my parents disown me than be a slave to a woman for my whole life. Quick question um, from the chat, and it's from I am who I am, yo. And um, his question is for the guest. Um, how do you deal with your family and relatives trying to hook you up with girlfriends? I'm in the same situation. Um, they actually haven't ha tried to hook me up with girlfriends yet. It's just like telling me like, hey, you need to get married. You need to get married. We're going to arrange married you. And like just joking about it, like kind of like nonchalantly where it's like, hey, this is like a big part of my life. I have to spend the rest of your my life with this person. And like you're just joking about it like it's nothing. Like it's I don't understand. Yeah. Like they haven't brought out the pictures or anything because like I haven't graduated yet. But like as soon as I graduate, they're like, "Hey, you are you in are you in college or high school?" Uh, I'm in university. Okay, I was gonna say like you're in high school. That's they're probably not gonna grill you too hard about being a bachelor if you're still a minor. But okay, if you're in university, yeah, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna grill you. They're gonna disown you if it, if they're gonna push the issue that much. But honestly, what else can you do? I don't know, man. Like. Even, even like, my family, friends, like, people in my neighborhood, they're just like, hey, uh, like, uh, since I lost weight, right, like, they've been like, hey, you look really great, like, uh, mm -hmm. is it because you're going to get married, are you getting married, like, freaking, like, every day, like, even at work, freaking, I have a Muslim boss, like, she's just, what the fuck? Well, well okay, so let's do a quick uh, thought exercise, this might help you, okay, I want you to think, so the worst thing that could happen if you just go straight MGTOW, commit to never getting married because gynocentrism and all that stuff... The worst thing is your parents disown you, right? Is that the worst? Can you think of something worse than your parents disowning you? 
Nah, probably the worst they can do. All right, now let's say now let's say you listen to your parents and you get married. What's the worst that can happen to you? I'm gonna get divorce raped. Gonna lose all my shit. Right. Never gonna see my kid. Like. Right. For decades. Now, which one do you think is a worse possible outcome? Being disowned from your parents, or getting divorce raped, having your shit taken away, being a wage slave to your ex-wife for decades, possibly for the rest of your life. The laws in Canada are even worse than a lot of the laws in Europe and in the United States. Um, so, I'm scared. I, maybe, maybe I can find the Naval. I'll find the find no, job wearing Naval. No, no. Not, may, again, maybe you get a quadriplegic with brain damage who just, you just uses your sex pillow. That's probably your best bet. So I, just, I, I don't want to like break the ties with my family, though. And like, Where am I going to okay. go? Like, My whole neighborhood, just like they know me. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, we're talking about your freedom here. So, you know, if you're... This is what I'm talking about. I talk, I've, Have you watched my tribal identity videos? Um, I no. believe so at some point. Okay, well, they're, they're old. You might not have. So basically, it sounds like you don't want to be disowned by this group and their family, so that's understandable. But if they're not looking out for your best interest, if they're going to put you in a situation that does not benefit you, that actually harms you irreparably then fuck them. You know, like, if your family thinks so little of you that they're going to jeopardize your freedom, your your entire life, just to make you a wage slave to some woman, that's not even related to you. I assume you're not into incest. So I assume that the woman you eventually become a wage slave to is not going to be your blood relative. So why would your family want to screw over their blood for some woman that's not even related to them? It doesn't make any sense. And if they're going to push the issue and say, you have to do this, we want you to enslave yourself to this woman... No matter what the laws are, no matter if you have no authority over your family, do it anyway because Allah commands it, then fuck them. You know, like, your family's important, but your freedom is more important. This is talk We're talking about your life. Your life and your freedom are more important than your family. You know, if I had a family just trying to steal from me and fuck me over, I would cut ties. I'm not saying your family's doing that, but if they don't understand how bad the laws are for men then you you have to think about that. You can't just blindly... This is what I talk about with tribal identity. You can't just say, I have to belong to this group. I can't cut ties with this group no matter what. Even when it no longer serves my interest, even when it actively harms me, I have to stay loyal to this group. That's when you get screwed over. That's when you become like, you know, these Scientologist dipshits. That's when you start drinking the Kool-Aid and shaving your head. So don't don't be that guy. Yeah, I was thinking I might just like uh, join the military... Because then, like, I'm not sure if they can really say anything. It's like, hey, he's, he's doing his duty or whatever, and then, well, you know, maybe yeah. spend Maybe join the military and go to another side of the country, away from your family, and just start a whole new life. Make new friends. And, uh, you know, if your family calls you and, like, oh, you know, Ahmed, I don't know your real name. I was going to call you Ahmed, because that's what we called Muslims in Iraq. Uh, or Haji. I'm going to call you Ahmed, though, because Haji was Indian. But the, uh, you know... If they ask about, oh, have you did, have you met a girl? Are you getting married? Do you have a girlfriend? Like, oh, I haven't met the right one. And just leave it at that. And as the years tick on, they'll figure it out. But you're not there. Like, you're not relying on them. So, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, we see what you're doing. You and your MGTOWness. I don't know. But just, yeah, go start a whole new life. So you're not dependent. Because I think one of the problems is if your community 
is like basically your family like everyone's related and it's a big muslim community and your boss is a muslim and everybody's part of this happy big muslim commune then it's gonna be really hard for you to have your own life if you go against that community because they're everything in that community so you need to go away to a different community where that's not the case so that you know your livelihood your family everybody's not connected in that way because that's how yeah. that's how that's how cults get you. They put you in a situation where you're relying on the cult, and then when they ask you to do something retarded, you're less likely to resist because you're so dependent on them. And right now, because you're dependent on your family and this Muslim community, you're you have like I can tell you don't want to go against them because they have so much influence over you. But it's yeah, not, just like it feels weird. Like it would feel weird like just being alone and not having anyone to you know lean on or whatever and it's... well no you you'll, you can have friends you don't have to be alone but you, you need to go, go to a different muslim community go to a muslim community that nobody's related to you you don't have to just but you want to get away from your family if they're the ones pressuring you. you you know just you need to find a place where everybody knows your name just like cheers I guess maybe we should just move on to a later topic now. Is uh, just want okay. to talk about anime a bit. Okay, let's like, talk about anime. Okay, so you mentioned uh, Jinro in one of your streams. That was, that was really interesting. Uh, yeah. Have you have you like have you seen it? What do you think about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it was good. I, mean, I used to be really big into anime in the '90s. Uh, my favorite animes are Cowboy Bebop. Um, I like Samurai Champloo. I think Cowboy Bebop is superior. I also in Trigun. I'm like that that tsunami era. That's when I was into anime. It was during the Toonami era. So, I, I, I don't follow n new anime. Like, I tried watching a few episodes of Attack on Titan. And it was kind of boring. And, of course, in a, like, modern anime, like, the, there's, like, these female Mary Sues. And the, there's, like, the protagonist is, like, it's always a little kid. Like, a, a middle school kid who's, like, a whiny bitch. It's just like, this is just annoying. Like, the characters are really annoying. And then you got the the, the little girl characters. Like, there's like a female... Hold on. Yeah, I hate those little girl characters. They're, they're awful. They're cancer. Well, but they, yeah, they have such stupid... I understand there's like, they're supposed to be, um, like, likable. But they're just annoying. Have you heard of the waifu culture? Right, yeah. The, the, I mean, talking about, like, the body pillows and all that stuff. Yeah, like they get body pillows and like they they get like really obsessive over these like anime girls and it's well, just well here's the thing like i have i have like sex toys like little silicone asses for doggy style but i don't have like you know this is you know mika or something like that from some anime it's just a silicone ass and i put on a little vr headset watch some pov porn go to town and it's good yeah i feel like there are a lot of uh tfl guys in the anime community that watch it like, it kind of gives a, well, a bad rep. There's TFLers in every community. I mean, you got to think, who is more likely to have the time to devote to any sort of hobby? It's going to be single guys. They have the time and the money to devote to any sort of hobby. And most guys, simply because of the sex drive, are not going to be single by choice. You know, you have the MGTOW guys who choose to be single, who choose to devote time and energy to their hobbies. But then you're going to have the guys who don't have a choice. They're single, not by choice, and they use their hobbies to kind of as an escape from reality. But that, that's not just anime. That's literally everything. You know, like, I play video games a lot, but these guys who are, like, in the top leaderboards who play the game for, like, 10 hours a day, I guarantee 
they're not out there smashing puss on the weekend. If they're paying, playing some FPS for 10 hours a day and they're on the top of the leaderboards, that's what they care about. They're not out there getting laid. Now, is that a bad thing? No, I don't care. It's, you know, you have to find that balance for you, whatever makes you happy. But I don't think, you know, it's unique. It's not unique to anime. It's literally anything. Everything that, you know, costs time and money that guys have to invest in, they're going to be less likely to do that if they have, you know, a girlfriend or a wife. Because, I mean, wives and girlfriends, the first thing they do is get you to give up on your hobbies. So, you know, that's going to push guys out of the anime community. They're not going to have the kind of money to spend on anime and you know vinyl figurines and all that just it's not going to happen yeah one of the things i see is like they idolize these characters though they like they really like they worship them almost it's so bizarre like there's even like idol anime like there's a subgenre of anime it's just all about idols and they just like yeah they like literally treat them like idols well so what you know i'm sure there are people who idolize you know esports gamers or who idolize YouTube personalities. Like, you know, not necessarily me, but, you know, there are people who, they just, they're fanboys for PewDiePie, or they're fanboys for Onision, or who fucking, who, who knows, you know? Like, people are going to latch on to whatever. Kind of like the choose your idols wisely type of thing. Like, you know, I, uh, I really like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, like, uh, you know, it's like bodybuilding guys because those those guys inspire me. But like, well, if your idol is like some little girl that you know sings, it's just like you know, what does that say about you? Well, but you know, you're I think you're kind of being a little disingenuous because let's say if you look up to bodybuilders and you're part of that bodybuilding culture, aren't there a lot of TFL guys in that culture too? Not every guy who who's shredded and ripped is smashing puss. You know, you got some like nerdy looking guy. You know, with like a big hook nose, he's not smashing puss, even though he works out. But he probably tries to work out to better himself so that he can one day smash puss. But you know, that's what he wants to do. I mean, like, I'm not trying to bash these TFL guys that much because, like, you know, when I was like 80 pounds overweight, you know, I just uh, broke up. I was like, you know, I was pretty much TFL. Like, I couldn't do anything really. I was just so depressed. But like, right. Well, but you just because I mean, I think you're over applying the TFL label. A TFLer is a guy who um, is kind of just stewing in his bitterness that nobody wants to put their penis in their body, and that's what they define themselves as. You know, like if you, it's it's really kind of pathetic because there's so many th- better things you can do with your life instead of complaining about how woe is me. You should you could live a cool life and follow your dreams and stuff like that you know the getting laid is not the end-all be-all of human existence but the way they look at it is oh nobody likes me or wants to have sex with me my life sucks so bad boo-hoo it's just kind of sad that's like the whole 3d pig disgusting like they 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 don't even like mess with like real women now because like it's just so unappealing to them but I'm not like you're right. Like I, I don't really think that's TFL though. I guess that's kind of more. Yeah. This. Well, I mean, no guy. I mean, everyone has their line. Now, obviously, some people are very unrealistic when it comes to their standards. They, for whatever reason, think that even though they're a four, they deserve a ten, and they won't settle for anything less. And yeah, they're gonna probably die alone. But you know, that's their choice. Yeah, it's. I just feel like it's kind of self deprecating in a way like you're not you don't feel like you have enough you know confidence to get a woman like there it's not that hard it's just 
Well, it's not Wait. about well, it's not about confidence. Some of it's just about standards. So yeah, you know, it's... like maybe yeah, like again, if you're the, the a... real women aren't pure enough, they, they they don't compare to the pureness of your waifu. Well, it, if they're looking for a ten, and they they can't attract a ten, they can either they have a couple choices. They can lower their standards, and they can go for a girl that's more in line with what they can actually attract. They can um, change their their um, sexual marketplace value, working out, earning more money, all that fun stuff. But usually, if you're going to you know focus on that, you're going to have to give up things in your life. And for some guys, it's not worth it to them. They'd rather not give up their hobbies, dreams, and goals, and whatever, just to you know go work out all the time, get a, another job so they can earn more money, so they could become a better provider, so they could maybe attract someone else. It's just, you know, it's not worth the hassle. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to have sex with a woman, but that's not that important. I don't want to, you know, because you got to think, it's 40 hours a week at your job, plus however many hours you work out, all for a few minutes of sticky friction a couple times a week with a semi-attractive woman. Like, is that really what you want to live your life for? Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Like, maybe I'm just being like really hard on these people because, like, yeah, I, I think you are. I think you like, you know, obviously there are losers in anime. There are losers everywhere. There are losers who have full time jobs and go to the gym. There are losers who are married to gold digging whores who are only with them because they're rich. And yet they go to work, work however many hours they do, make all this money, give it to her simply for the pleasure of putting their penis inside of them a couple times a week. Now, would you say those guys are winners? Because they're living their life to be used by a gold-digging whore? Oh, I thought that was rhetorical. Um, no, like, that's, no. that's pretty retarded. Right. I wouldn't do that. So, so if, you're, if you're a guy who... But if you're a guy who's, you know, you lost a genetic lottery, you're not going to attract a, a, a very attractive woman. You're going to have to date very down you have a choice to make are you going to are you going to lower your standards just to get laid or are you going to you know just live for you and just accept that you know I'd, you're not going to have to do all this shit just to get laid you're just going to do what you want and be happy so that doesn't make them losers i would say that the guy who s throws away his freedom just to get laid is a loser he's a bigger loser than a guy who lives for himself Guys, quick question. Uh, well, one thing I, I would like to get this wrapped up here since we've got uh, it, it's uh, quarter to five okay. in the morning over here. Um, <laughs> do you, I mean, Gargoyle, do you have any questions that you would like to ask, you know, just to wrap it up? And I've got a bunch of questions here, and the chat is not going to let me go without me asking them. And they okay. are, I've got, a, I've got a long list. So, um, do you want to hit it off, Gargoyle? Anything that you would like to finish on? Um, not really. Just thanks for having me on. Sorry for the technical difficulties oh, earlier. And, no worries, dude. Uh, yeah, no no worries, man. Your, yeah, for what favorite anime you watched Oops. and stuff. And it's like, I, I keep hearing it like brought up like kind of in the peripherals. I'm like, yeah, sure. It'd, that'd be an interesting topic. Yeah, we'll get it one of these days where we won't have any technical difficulties. But no worries. All right. Thanks, guys. No worries, dude. Thank you. All right. Right, so uh, TFM. Um, yes. 
Um, I've got a lot of questions that need to be asked. I mean, obviously, I kept quiet. For I mean, I, I tried to ask questions throughout the uh, throughout the the stream, but people okay. are just part. No, of no them problem, all. man. So that's what you're. That's we what we're here 50, for. <laughs> we got about fifteen minutes to just get through them all. All right. Um, so, um, question from Zamasu two two three: Is globalization a good or a bad thing? Um, like economic globalization. I assume that's what yes. he means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I think free trade is a good thing, but of course, it comes at a cost. Like, if you believe in free trade, you make goods and services cheaper for consumers. That may create fewer jobs in your country so that might be bad for the domestic industry some people might be put out of a job because they can't compete with the lower wages of another country objectively if you look at the economic you know data people have a higher standard of living with more affordable goods and services even if they're unemployed if they're if they have a higher standard of living that's actually more important than like i'd rather be unemployed with a higher standard of living than working a full-time job with a lower standard of living. You know, because people don't work because, oh man, I just love working. I love getting up and going to work. People work to earn money so they can increase their standard of living. So a free market increases people's standard of living, so it's actually good. But people get too hung up on, like, oh, you're destroying jobs. If you actually look at the economics, people, when jobs are destroyed, they just move. And you see this even on the state level. You know, like you have certain states which have unions and very restrictive labor laws where it's very expensive to hire workers. And so people f shut down their factories and move them to another state which has better laws. That's basically what's happening on an international scale. But you're like, oh, you moved the car plant from Michigan to Georgia. Ooh, America, USA, USA, because it's all USA. And people can move to Georgia if they want to go make cars if they lived in Michigan. So it's... It's just a lot of people who basically they don't want to compete on a, in a free market, so they want the government to make things better by c protecting their job, but then they complain when things are expensive. So it's just a lot of economic illiteracy, like most things in life. Now, when you're talking, if you're talking about uh, multiculturalism, cultural relativism, no, that's bullshit. Uh, I don't. I'm not a multiculturalist. I'm not a cultural relativist, but I'm also a free yeah, market capitalist. Right. So some people conflate globalism, the economics of globalism, like with multiculturalism, and those two should not be conflated. Economically, free trade is awesome. Culturally, when it comes to multiculturalism, cultural relativism, yeah, that's a terrible fucking idea. Okay. Um, next question from Cold Hammer ninety nine. Why won't adjustments on the margin prevent a collapse? Seems the most likely scenario. With more people coming off welfare, people will work more or change jobs. Okay, well, the fundamentals don't change. So obviously any improvement, like if you reformed, the, if you made some improvement to the welfare system where it wasn't so easy to abuse, that would obviously be better. That would make the system work a little bit longer. It wouldn't go bankrupt as quickly. But until the fundamentals are addressed, you're not actually going to solve the problem. You're just prolonging it. So the fundamentals of the system are you have uh, you have a population that wants to be taken care of and doesn't want to be responsible for themselves. So as long as that's the case, you know you can 
cut these people off. You, like you can kick all the like I talked about this when I was addressing the nationalists. You can kick all the Muslims and all the immigrants out of your country. You're still going to have a low fertility rate because women would rather have careers than make babies. And you're still going to have a bankrupting welfare state because women want to be taken care of and they don't want to be responsible for themselves. Well, not just women either, also weak men, people who just don't want to compete. So, you know, you can... Muslims and immigrants aren't the problem. They're not the reason your country's going bankrupt and isn't on the brink of collapse. It's because of gynocentrism. But nobody wants to talk about that because of the women's. So... You know, like he was saying, you know, fixing things on the margins, uh, maybe making things marginally better. That's obviously good. It's better than nothing. But it's not going to change the, the fundamentals. Okay, uh, next question. TFM, what would you think of the, sorry, what do you think of the London terror attacks in the UK? Is this a sign of the fall of the West? Is the fall coming soon? What, the guy like running over five people with a truck? Yeah, and then getting, that, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's it's a question. Listen, TFM, it's a question. I, you know, I'm just answering on behalf of the chat. You're, so, yeah, right. So, I mean, it's just gonna. This is gonna keep happening until, just like everything else, it's almost like the theme for the show. Other than like having a lot of Caribbean guests, is you know, <laughs> things are gonna keep getting worse until people have had enough. Right now, people fear being called racist than dying at the hands of some wackadoo. So until they fear their own death more than being called a racist, things are just going to keep getting worse. Like how many more attacks, how many more people have to die before people take action? Who knows? 100, 500, 5,000, 50,000, 50 million, who knows? Eventually people will have enough and then things will change. Until then, just hold on to your butts and hopefully you're not one of those people who dies, but maybe you will be, who knows? Okay, uh, Coldhammer99 uh, has a question and he says, if you were financially independent now, where would you go on a long vacation? Um, I would probably want to live somewhere in South America, maybe Brazil, go somewhere that's really low cost of living with a good kind of diverse community. Um, Are you a dark skinned monkey? I, no, well, I mean, you see my, my uh, profile picture. I got, yeah, I'm 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 kind of patchy. You're pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind know, of kind of kind of patchy, right? I, I I'd make it in South America, like, oh, it's another, it's a talking monkey in a suit. Who knows? All right, they, people wouldn't think too highly of it, but you know, go somewhere where low cost of living, somewhat urban. I don't necessarily want to live in the middle of nowhere, like in the woods. So I want, but I want somewhere kind of cheap, uh, where my money will go very far, and I could live a good, comfortable lifestyle. So probably, I'm thinking South America. I know a lot, a lot of people want to go live in Asia or Russia. You know, do whatever you want. Russia's too cold, dude. I'll, Russia, I'll Russia's monkeys don't make it well in the cold. I'm just going to throw yeah, that out there. Yeah. Chimps are not Even made. Cats. Chimps are not made for the cold. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, it's from Zamasu two two three, and his question is: What if half the male population became MGTOW? What are the consequences? Okay, well, so half the population is MGTOW. There'd probably be a huge crackdown on MGTOW because what would happen is the women would get together with the cucks, the manginas, and the white knights who make up the other 50% of men, and they would pass all kinds of laws to prevent MGTOW from gaining any power. So bachelor taxes, 
Uh, maybe so are we talking about like prohibition laws and stuff like that? Yeah, well, I'm talking like um, something, you know, there would be, the laws would get be so bad to try to basically break them in and get them to just uh, submit to the gynocracy. And because women are half the population, they would team up with the other half of men and they would have a 75% majority. So it would be 75% of the population voting against 25%. So even if 50% of men were MGTOW, it wouldn't be enough. You'd need to get pretty much all men to become MGTOW. And the problem with that is, of course, you have so many cucks and manginas that it's just never going to happen. That, that's why I've kind of... Oh, holy shit. <laughs> you okay? Did you, like, yeah, have to dive out of a window? <laughs> was that loud? I apologize. It was, it was pretty loud. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just it's just not going to happen. Like I've thought about that. Like the only way the West is saved without a collapse is if enough men get red pilled and wake up. But it would require all men to wake up, which isn't just not feasible, because there's too many cucks and manginas who will never allow it. So yeah, it's it's hopeless. You you can't save it. All you can do is chuck it in the fucking bucket and live your life, have fun, follow your dreams, prepare for the collapse, try to make it on the other side. Okay, uh, next question is from Gestradamus, and his question is, is gynocentrism a natural part of male behavior or learned? Um, it's, it's natural given the environment. It's not necessarily learned, although it could be reinforced through culture, but it's a natural uh, response to an environment of female choice because men are going to compete for women but if women are allowed to select their own partners, then men are going to compete by trying to appeal to them, and that's going to lead to gynocentrism. Because there's three ways a man can appeal to a woman to get the woman to choose him. If he has good genes, if he's good looking, he'll basically say, hey, I'm, I have good genes, I'm good looking, let's fuck. Uh, if he has money and utility, he'll say, hey, I'm useful and I have money, let's fuck. If he has neither of those things, he'll say, I can treat you better. I can be a good man. I can give you. I can treat you better than these these rich assholes and these good-looking jock nerds. And I'm a, even though I'm ugly and I'm poor, I'll treat you so good. And those are the guys who give women rights, and they're those are the guys who fuck over their fellow man because it's literally the, their only card. The only card they can play to get sex is to be a good man because they don't have money and they're not attractive. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get through these questions as quick as possible, so I'm not going to do any uh, follow-up. No, go, go ahead. So, uh, Let's see where we're at. We're at two right. hours and 56 minutes. Dude, we, we, listen, this is our longest podcast now. Like, like the last podcast was four hours and 30 yeah. minutes, right? Right. Yeah, we're, like, it's it's going to keep getting longer. We had a lot of guests <laughs> on tonight. But anyway, All right. um, I am who I am, y'all. He asks... Um, do you or someone you know who is MGTOW have family members and friends who are unaware of the MGTOW ideology? What would you re recommend in this situation? I already, I already talked about this in another video from the last podcast about how to talk to your friends and family about MGTOW. Yeah. So, I, I, know, I know. Yeah. So but don't. don't I, I've got to ask a question. Wait. Don't don't talk okay, about MGTOW. Sorry. Don't talk about MGTOW. Yeah. Remember the first two rules of Fight Club. Just be an example, because you're going to drive a wedge within your family if you talk about MGTOW when they're not prepared. So just be an example of MGTOW philosophy, and then you know if they want to hear about it, they'll ask you. 
but just be happy enjoy your life and if they want to they'll be like man you just seem to got it all together you're so happy you know what's your secret and that's when you talk about MGTOW but don't don't be pushy about it no matter how much you love them and think it'll benefit their life because a guy who's not prepared he's just going to spit it out you give if you try to force feed, force feed someone a red pill they're going to spit it out and they're going to hate you and if they're your friend or your family you might lose that friend or that family member so just be an example be there for them when they get divorce rape then they'll listen to you yep okay so the next question is from zamasu 22 free okay and uh i have to ask this question because he he asked it in the twitch chat i mean it's a fairly forward question anyway uh, okay if a company <laughs> if a company can pay a woman less money for the same job why do they hire why do they hire men well because the wage gap is bullshit yeah that's sure. that's why if if men if women actually work for less money than men women would get hired for every job but they have to pass laws forcing companies to hire women so you know like i said before if something doesn't make sense it's because it's bullshit if companies want to make money that's what they exist if women worked for less why would they need to be laws forcing companies to hire them if they worked for less it makes no yeah. fucking sense so that should tell you all you need to know about the wage gap it's complete bullshit and there's already been like a thousand videos going into the statistics debunking it so i'm not even gonna get into that so the, the the knowledge is out there but your first clue that it was bullshit is simple common sense yeah <clears throat> okay so uh next question it's from king kawashi uh kawashi yoshi or whatever okay anyway uh with the increase of Canada's shitty laws, Europe's mass immigration, and the United States' random shit, <laughs> I like that part, as someone like me who wants to move to another country, what first world country would you would be wise to migrate to? Uh, see, honestly, all the first world countries are basically equally as bad. Um, Canada, the UK... United States, they're all pretty shitty in their own special way, and they're only getting worse by the year. I would say the UK is probably the worst, because they're going so far as to... What? Yeah. yeah I, no, the US is a lot better, a lot worse than the, okay. the, the well, UK. Well, I don't know. I, I think... I mean, obviously, we had those wars what, in what about uh, the Nottingham. Yeah, the Rottinghamshire, Rottinghamshire, yeah. where it's like, it's a hate crime to say something to a woman that she okay, doesn't like. Yeah, so, so I, okay, so in, in Nottingham... Um, there was the, uh, you know, the if you shout if you shout at the woman, then it's considered the hate law. And then in Rotherham, we had the rape cases uh, right. that were left ignored by the authorities because um, they didn't want to highlight that they that that, that the uh, people uh, that were committing these atrocities were Asian. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So based on that, now obviously I'm I may be biased. But honestly, if but you're okay, so you live in the UK, and obviously all these laws are shit. But you can you're fine because you're MGTOW. Yeah, that that's really I mean, there's, there's certain yeah there's certain things that I wouldn't engage with, you know in a you know with a woman. It's just not there's no point. Right. So it's just too dangerous. Right. So I mean, 
you can just if you live in a first world country just stay where you are um because if you're migtail you can protect yourself pretty well from the from the worst aspects of gynocentrism you know if you're if you're looking for a non-gynocentric first world country they don't exist every first world country is gynocentric in its own way so you know you kind of just there's no point like like i've talked about you know if two options lead to the same outcome pick the one that requires the least degree of effort so if you already live in a first world country just stay there there's no reason to go to another country that's just as gynocentric when there's no benefit to doing so so just stay where you are and go MGTOW and you'll be for the most part protected so that's and that's all I have to say okay. about that okay um, this is a really good question that I've that I've been dying to get to. Okay. Uh, it's from Rez Yaz, and he says, how do I tackle the problem of my family expecting me to fulfill the criteria of a tra uh, traditional man? I'm 19 years old, and I'm MGTOW. Okay, I assume he means get married, not like, you know, get a job, you know, because you can get a job, earn money, you could do great things. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sure Nikola Tesla's parents were very disappointed that he didn't get them grandchildren. But, you know, he lived a very full life and he's remembered to this day, whereas the millions of men who have families are forgotten. So, you know, if you're again, I'll give the same advice I gave to the, the Muslim guy. If your parents want to sign a contract where they are financially responsible for any alimony or child support that you'll be on the hook for. Then sure, yeah, I'll, yeah. You want me to marry a woman and have kids? Yeah, you go ahead and sign this contract so that you're going to pay the child support and alimony on my behalf, and then we'll talk. And if they're like, "Oh, I don't want to do that. That's my retirement money." Like, well, this is my life. So why is your retirement? Why is my life worth less than your retirement? And they'll they won't be able to answer that. But they'll be like, "But I want grandkids." And like, you know what? Go volunteer at a hospital and go hold the babies. You can do that. Okay. You can go work at the maternity ward and you can hold babies all day. So go have fun. Go volunteer at the maternity ward and hold babies if that's what you want to do. But I'm not going to give up my freedom just because you want to hold a baby again. Okay. Uh, TFM, I, I have to let you know that we have 12 questions left. So right, let's, do let's do it. Skip some, I mean, you no. want to go through these 12 questions or? Sure, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Like Shia LaBeouf let's would say. Live. Let's do it. <laughs> Just do it. Make your dreams okay, come true. Okay, so he says. Um, next question is from Cold Hammer ninety nine. Where do uh, okay? Uh, where do we go for for a vacation in the Caribbean to stay away from these bitches? <laughs> I mean, I would imagine the tourist areas because they have a financial incentive not to fuck you, because they know if something happens and the tourists stop coming, their economy is fucked. So yeah. you know, stay on the well the well beaten path the well-worn road you know the, go to the touristy areas the big resorts that all the tourists go to because they're going to be more um they're going to care about your experience more than the average local because they know that how intimate your business is to their economy speaking as a caribbean i would say stay in the rich areas so like the cayman islands you know, oh, uh, yeah, came out. That's you know, it's a good place for your money, uh, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, they used to be a Jamaican, uh, you know, province, but you know, they succeeded. It was fine, but anyway, um, 
Haiti. I, I would say stay away from Haiti. Don't go there. Um, I, I'm sure there's plenty of Haitians that are lovely people, but you know the economy is just not right there. Um, Saint Lucia, go there. Saint Martin, go there. That, that, that's those are great places to go. Um, I yeah. Apart from that, yeah. Stay away from Jamaica, by the way. Yeah, stay away from what? There. They Jamaican yeah. you crazy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the worst. Exactly. It's like the Jamaican joke everybody's sick of. It's like the only Jamaican joke. Yeah, you know, uh, st just stay away from Jamaica. Um, you know, my my relatives are from Jamaica, so um, there you go. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> if I'm oh. saying stay away from Jamaica, basically, I mean the music's lovely and the food is lovely, but just yeah, stay away from Jamaica. But anyway, uh, next question. Uh, it's from uh, Rez Yaz, and he says, thoughts on disabled MGTOW? Well, I mean, you got to play the hand you're dealt. So if you're disabled and you can't work, you got to just do the best you can with what you have. So, you know, you do the best you can. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, you're Obviously, if you're seriously disabled, you're going to have to give up on a lot of things you may have wanted to do with your life you just may not have it in the cards so you know obviously if you're a midget you're never going to be an nba star so you got to put those dreams aside but you could be a great horse jockey you know or you can be like be in like game of thrones who knows so just be just because you have a disability doesn't mean life is over but you have to be realistic about you know what you're going to do with your life so you just gotta play the hand you're dealt the best you can. Okay. Uh, next question is from Groovy Hunter. TFM, what is your waifu? Uh, I think uh, what's her name? Shit. I think it's Mimi from Super Monkey Ball. What? What, what are you even like? What? What are you talking about? Super Monkey. Are, are you on about Super Mo Mo Super waifu? Monkey Super Monkey Ball? You know, Mimi what's from. What? Mei from Super Monkey Ball. What? She's got these little cinnamon bun ears. They're hot. Hmm. Maybe you need to send me a few pictures of those. I need to. Um, yeah. No, just just Google image yeah. search Super Monkey well, Ball. I'm on, dude. I'm on the stream. Oh, okay. On, well, everyone like, watching on YouTube. I'm a cat. So everybody watching on YouTube, just Google image search Mimi from Super Monkey Ball, and that's my wife. Someone send me. Someone send me a, a link of what TFM is talking about, and um, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be happy. There you go. I don't know what she's he's got, on about. She's got Why? the sexy cinnamon bun ears. Okay, right. Next question is from Ghoster three one five, and he says, "TFM, do you think women will get in the way of men making test tube babies with artificial wombs?" Absolutely. Just like the the prostitutes are getting in the way of the sex doll brothel. When uh, when because I mean reproduction is women's trump card. As men try to replace them, they know like their power is being threatened because being able to hold the future of humanity at gunpoint with their womb is what gives them all their power. So once there's artificial wombs and sex robots and all that fun stuff, men really have no reason to kiss women's asses anymore because they can't hold they can't hold the world hostage anymore. So why are men, you know, other than wanting to be nice and a good guy, but 
really it's always like oh women are they're so wonderful because they have babies and they're their goddesses all that goes away once you have their artificial womb okay um next question it's from turd's mom hey tfm do you know what taharush is and if yes why what why are feminists not printed protesting against it I, I have no idea what that is. So. I, have, I have no idea either. So you win this yeah. round, turds mom. Yeah. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll Google it <laughs> after <laughs> the show. Tau, we'll, we'll Tau Rush? Tau Rush? Taha Rush? Taha Rush? Taha Rush? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Ducky125 says it's an Arab rape game. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Arab rape game. They'll turn anything That's... into a game. Yeah. Those those crazy Arabs and their wacky yeah. rape games. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, Dirty Pigeon, uh, his question is thoughts. Uh, sorry, thoughts on the high number of mildly attractive traditionalists females making videos against feminism, but seem to lack the traditional quote unquote in their views, aka malefolity. Yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, women against feminism, all these anti-feminist women, they only exist because they're legitimately afraid of men walking away. And they actually have a, a they're kind of correct in, in being afraid because men walking away is what actually threatens their power. You know, the, like the men's rights movement that's been around more or less for 100 years, ever since first wave feminism, there have been anti-feminists and men's rights activists. They've never threatened anything. What does threaten the gynocracy is men walking away because women need men more than men need women. Sex is not a human need. You're not going to die without sex, but women will die without men to provide for their basic needs. So that's okay. that's simply the reality. But yeah, once and the thing is, is I'm telling you, when we get closer to the artificial wombs and everything like that, you're going to see all these traditionalists and these anti-feminists rise up and basically declare war on MGTOW because that legitimately threatens women's power. And they're gynocentric. So they could give a shit about um, you know, the future of society. They just want what's good for them. Okay, uh, next question is from R&D Triple Eleven. And he wants to know, are military retirement uh, pensions sustainable? Nope. They're going away. So, Why are they going away? Uh, this this, this kind of sits unwell with me. Because well, the, the entire welfare state is going bankrupt. Okay, here's here's the reality. Yeah, but, okay, no, 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 here, no. About... I'm talking about the. Oh, ahead, here's the reality. I'll, I'll break it down very simply. So, as the welfare state goes completely bankrupt, they're going to have to decide who they're going to piss off. And they're going to piss off the largest group last. So who who do you think is a larger group? All the seniors on Social Security and Medicare or all the military who are living on pensions? Who's a bigger group? Yeah. Take your uh, time. The former. The former, right? So the former. they're going yeah. to throw the military under the bus to prevent the collapse of Social Security and Medicare for a few more years. That's just the reality. Because so, politicians care about getting elected and staying, <clears throat> not losing their job. Okay, They're gonna... okay. So what does that what does that do to, you know, future enlisted men and women and you know, 
Oh, it doesn't it doesn't matter. We're we're talking about the collapse of the economic collapse of America. Like, sure, there are consequences. People aren't going to want to enlist, but that's what the draft is for. So th right. they're they're going to get people to enlist if they need to by having a draft. But what they're not going to do is keep their jobs if they take away welfare from seniors. Whereas they will keep their job if they throw the military under the bus in order to make sure that the senior programs stay uh, funded for a few more years. They're just trying so to get reelected. Okay, well, okay, so... Like, how would it say? How would it stay uh, sustainable, in your eyes? Uh, well, you, okay. So the way to have a sustainable government program is you have to pay for it. So people don't want to Wait, pay. Who, who pays? Who, yeah, sorry. Ta ahead, taxpayers. Sorry. Taxpayers pay. I mean, that's not not rocket science. So right now, taxpayers don't want to pay for anything. They want the government just to give it to them for free. So yeah. you know that is going to go away because we can't just live off borrowed money forever. But Nobody wants to pay for shit, especially women, because, you know, they, they want more free shit. So it's just, basically, it's, we have a really stupid voter base that just feels entitled to free shit all the time. And you can't convince them otherwise. So eventually, just, it's going to be like Greece. Whereas in Greece, you had people who demanded the government give them free shit forever. And then when they ran out of money and were facing collapse, they had austerity, which was imposed on them from Germany. But then what happened was they voted all those guys out, and they they elected new politicians that promised to bring the good times back. But as soon as they elected these politicians, they basically had to sit down and be like, "Hey, you know what? Um, all these uh, promises that they made to you, fuck them. Like you're going to have austerity because otherwise your country is going to go bankrupt." And at that point, the political reality trumped, or the economic reality trumped the political reality. You can have a hundred percent majority of people demanding free shit but if you don't have the money and you're facing economic collapse for your country it doesn't matter what majority you have eventually the laws of economics will supersede the laws of politics but until that comes it's going to just get worse but when the collapse begins and people are and the sad thing is if we were to reform welfare we could probably keep these seniors from starving to death, but because nobody, ref everybody refuses to make any sort of common sense reforms, we're going to hit the wall at full speed, and all those old people are going to be thrown under the bus and they're going to die, because they're all going to be cut off abruptly. But honestly, I don't really give a shit at this point, because they've had decades to agree to any reforms, and they all refuse to. Every, every group of seniors refuses to make any changes to the welfare state. They just demand that... Uh, that, you know, no, you're going to give me my welfare. You can fuck the next generation, but you're not fucking me. And everyone's had that attitude for decades. So when the bill finally comes due and those seniors are left, you know, with their tail between their legs, with no food and no medical care, and they're all dying in the street, I'm not going to I'm not going to feel sorry for them. This is what you wanted. You wanted them to continually to just keep the benefits going without any sort of cuts or reforms. And now you're cut off with because there's no money left. So when you're starving and dying and crying, I can give a shit. You can play all the Sarah McLaughlin songs you want. Okay. Uh, next question is from uh, GPBMZ Triple F. Remember that guy? Yep. The name rings a yeah, bell. A you can't forget yeah, a name a like K that. Yeah, it's retarded. But anyway, aka staying free MGTOW. Anyway, his question is. TFM, what are your thoughts on the domestication of males, the part that men and women play in it, 
and reproduction. Well, the domestication of males occurs from a social level, not an individual level. Men will conform the to, to, yeah. Men will conform to the society. So, because our society is gynocentric, men do what they have to do to, you know, be accepted in that society. So it, yeah. There's no, there's no good options. So life sucks all around. All right. Right. Uh, who am I? Wait. I am. Oh, sorry. I am who I am, y'all. Um, no, we can't ask that question. The guest is gone. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So that that one's ruled out. There you uh, go. Uh, all right, so it's from uh, next question is from Brainstorm Surge. His question is for TFM Did you watch the old Samurai Jack? And if so, have you started watching a new series for it? Uh, because it's just come out, Sorry. right? No, I mean, it's on Adult Swim, and I don't have cable anymore, so I cut my cable years ago. So unless wait, 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 that's the, wait, hang on a second. That's no excuse, dude. Because remember, I gave you that website. Okay, well, I don't I have you? I don't have time to pirate shit. Well, I'm not, I'm not asking you to pirate shit. I'm just saying, like, right. it's it's a free website. You okay, mean, you, it's a free you, you website. Download it. Okay, so yeah, I don't. Yeah. All right, so I haven't watched it. I have watched the original series. I enjoyed it. I've heard about the new series, how it's more mature. Like people actually die in it because it's on Adult Swim. So they're allowed to show things they weren't able to show on Cartoon Network back in the day. I like Samurai Jack, um, so I look forward to watching it. Maybe when it comes on Netflix or something. But yeah, I don't have time to to pirate shit like Callie. Dude, I'm dude. I whatever I've told you this before. I'm not a pirate. Well, no, I I'm a pirate. But you're you're a privateer. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um. Uh, second to last, I mean, there is another person that's sending me a question in, but okay. whether he sends it in, in time is another, you know, is another question. But let's anyway, let's, uh, let's knock it out. Uh, uh, Sidnax, his question is, <laughs> and I like this, why, <laughs> why you always play shitty video games? <laughs> okay. Well, I think he's referring to, he's referring to Warhammer 40k. Eternal what? Crusade, which I've told you is a shitty game, and I, I'm totally, I'm totally in agreement I'm, with him. I'm offended. Why are you playing that shitty game? Offended. Um, okay, so I've tried playing different kinds of games. I found that first-person shooters or shooter action games in general, they're the best kind of game I can play, where I can still hold a conversation because most of it's just muscle memory. Whereas I tried playing uh, Dawn of War because it's a strategy game, and I was just losing. But as soon as I wasn't talking to someone when I was just playing the game by myself, I beat the game. So strategy games and games like that, I just can't play while having a conversation. But when it comes to shooting games, I can play those while having a conversation. So that's why I play shooting games. And I think Warhammer 40k is awesome, and uh, how dare you. <laughs> so that's... Okay. Uh, last question. Okay. It's from JLX23. After the collapse, will men choose to breathe with only women who are <laughs> 7 out of 10? Um, or 10? No, there's going to be... And well, leave the women who are not as genetically fit childless. 
Well, it depends on it depends on how much male scarcity there is. Like, let's say half the men die, so every man can have two women to themselves. There's still going to be hypergamy. Uh, so you know, the guys at the t basically everyone's going to get a woman, but the guys at the top are still going to get the best women. The guys at the bottom are still going to get the worst women. But you know, in most societies, like if it's fifty-fifty, then you know the bottom what is it forty percent get nothing. At the bottom 40% of men just can't get a woman no matter what. So, you know, you're going to see the lower tier guys be able to attract women because they can't do better. But that's only going to last one generation unless there's constant war keeping the male population down. But yeah, you know, obviously the guys at the top, if there's plenty of women to, to choose from, they can be more picky. So if you're, you know, right yeah. now living in a gynocentric society, if you're like an 8 out of 10 you have to date down because if you date an 8 out of 10 woman she's going to cheat on you because a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 man will date down and cheat on her cheat with her so if you want a woman to be somewhat loyal you have to date down a bit now if there was male scarcity if there were like two or three women for every guy then you could demand an 8 out of 10 maybe even a 9 out of 10 but it's all due to male scarcity which is ne it's not necessarily a good thing because a lot of men have to die to get there so we're talking about a terrible situation where millions of men are dead. And yet, if you're a survivor, sure, you get your pick of the litter of all these desperate women looking for a man to take care of them. Whoopee, you know. You're also living in, a, a, like, some kind of post-apocalyptic shithole where all these women that are fighting for you are also going to expect you to provide for them. And you're going to have to go out there and fight zombies or whatever the fuck is going on. So not exactly the best situation. Right. Um, I believe that was the last question. I mean, I would like to ask one question again. Okay. Um, but you, you probably wouldn't like that. Um, TFM, mm. why are you always playing shitty games? But, okay. You know, you, you've been there. Well, well I anyway, mean, um, if, if you guys want me to play a game, go ahead and you can buy me a game on Steam and you can gift it to me. And uh, I'll play that instead. So, um, hang on a second, hang on a second. Um, everyone... It's feeding the cat. I'm going to put my email in the chat. Now, whatever game you want TFM to play, send me an email at this address, and then whoever chooses, you know, whoever gets the most votes in for a game, TFM will play it. Well, no, you have to buy it for me. I'll buy it for you, dude. You'll, you'll buy it for me, okay. All right, Trust but it has to be... A... Uh, wait, wait, wait. It has to be on Steam, by the way. It has and, to be on Steam. Yeah. I'm not doing... Like, or, or some sort of digital platform that, you know, he can get access to. And it has to be some kind right. of shooting game. Otherwise, it can't be a strategy game or no, something like stop, that. Stop. Why, would you, uh, why, why all these rules? No, because rules? If, it's, if it's a strategy game or a game that involves reading, I'm not going to be able to play it while doing a stream. Because I'm either going to play like shit or I'm going to not pay attention to the conversation. Oh, okay, okay. So first-person shooters, okay. I've just learned through experience, I can play them uh, without too much difficulty. But if I if I try to play, uh, like, you know, I was playing Dawn of War and I was sucking because I couldn't pay attention to the strategy and have a conversation. Yeah, we, 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 that, we had that situation with that um, horror game, didn't we? So, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, guys, um, feeding the cat, at gmail.com send me a email there of you know if you've got an issue with what 
TFL's playing. I mean, I certainly do, but I can't tell this guy shit. I can't, you can't tell the monkey shit. Um, but if if everyone seems to you know get together and they they want to see him play a certain game, whether it be like Mass Effect or you know just just something easy going on the eyes that you can. Well, but Ma Mass Effect's an RPG. I don't know if that would work. Because I'd, I'd have to bet like okay. those long dialogue trees. I don't know if that's going to work out. Okay. Well, we'll figure something out. Send send your request in, and we'll deal with it as it comes. But yeah, that's all I've got to say. Uh, why are you guys hating on Eternal Crusade? It's a free game. It's fucking garbage, man. What? I'm sorry, it's garbage. You just hate orcs. Absolute garbage. You're racist. You're racist yeah, against racist. orcs. And elves. I, you know, it's about the Imperium of man. So uh, anyone else can go fuck themselves. That's your horrible. Xeno yes, racist. Yes. All right. Else, else should be our rape slaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's we're, gonna anyway. go, we're gonna go on the record with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think that no more questions, TFM. All right. Uh, to you now. All right. So that's it. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time on the Turd Flinging Monkey Show.